Welcome, everyone, to our latest episode of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants, who have never actually consulted on a video game, bring you new topics each and every week. I'm Alex, a.k.a. The Godfather. I'm Christian, a.k.a. Pseudo-Order45. I thought you were going to say, welcome to the three burpiest consultants on the... That's I thought you were going to It's not going to be in, but burpiest. now everyone knows. Okay. I know, but... <laughs> I am still been funny. I'm Preston, aka uh, No Beard. You are No Beard. You are mm. very clean shaven yeah. right now. How's it feel? Is it itchy? Uh, no, it doesn't itch at all. Um, it's a little breezier. It's a little more breezier because it's getting a little, little chillier out here. But yeah, it's it's fine. Um, you do it every once in a while. You get a wild hair. I had a reason for doing it, but you know, I, I did it, and then I'm like, yeah, that's that's exactly why we don't do that. Because Preston like starts doing this way. I was like, mm, mm, don't really notice this too much when there's a bunch of hair covering up. Do I? Do I? Nope, sure don't. Preston's going to try so to face what this was, way the entire time. <laughs> what was the reason that you shaved it off? My chin was breaking out a bit. It wouldn't stop breaking out. I'm like, fuck you then. Uh, I fucking like, burn yeah. it all down. Burn it down. So that's what I did. And yeah, it's yeah. nice and nice and, it's nice and clean yeah. now. Yeah. See, so if I have that problem, I just deal with it because if I shave... I have super sensitive skin, so I'll break out from shaving. Oh, so yep. you're and then I'll be itchy. Gotcha. I'll be itchy for like four days. No, so like, like for dude, me, the yeah. itchy is the worst. <laughs> it happens to me too. It is. Yeah, it is. I have baby skin. <laughs> give it, give it a minute, and as soon as this yeah. gets a little bit longer, you'll start getting a little itchy, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, it's, you got, you got, you got, you got, you got to burn. Any, earth any of those female listeners, they just won't understand what it's like just to shave. And I'm not going that get far. So itchy. <laughs> Women do shave their face. It's a thing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, all right, um, let's, uh, well, before we dive into our weeks, as always, let's jump into Preston's comment corner. Yeah, uh, I don't have personally anything. I checked the emails and all the comments, no one's saying anything, so there's no comment here. All I'm going to say is that uh, we lost the uh, part three for our gameplay of Metro, so I want to give a shout out to PB Horror Games, that's who I decided to take their footage from. <laughs> like, oh, you gotta walk through with no commentary. I'm just gonna take the last third of that, and I'm just gonna put it down there at the bottom, and uh, we'll use it. Sent you an Sweet. email. Yeah. So if they don't want it up there, they'll let me know. And if you ever notice there's no gameplay on part three, that would be why. <laughs> Until <laughs> then, <laughs> staying right there, I don't think it's gonna matter. But no. yeah, it it will be fine. For, for being the nice shout guy, out. I, I, it's I, also I it also falls under fair use, but that's fine. It does, it, but still, even even so, I'm like, eh, just in case you don't like it. And, and we cited our sources. True. We did, but it's in the details. But, yes. Yeah. yeah. Please, please, whatever you do, sir, we appreciate it. Sir, madam, uh, don't turn out to be a shitty human being. We don't want to have to go back and take that stuff down later. I was looking at it, apparently, from so. Ireland. So, shout out to Ireland. That doesn't mean anything. No. Yeah. Could go doesn't. Yeah, sure it was a cool doesn't. country, though. Yeah. Christian went there. I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed my time there. Never been. Would love to go. I'm sure it is, uh, I'm sure it is a wonderful place. In fact, it's funny. Um, We'll jump into our weeks in a second, but playing Final Fantasy uh, 16. Here we are. There's there's one place in there. I don't remember if it's San Burke or what, but it is very much like modeled after Ireland with like the huge cliff sides. San Brack, like, yeah, yeah. Sand yeah. San, uh, San That's what it. Yeah, it's very much yeah. modeled after that. It's very pretty. So, mm-hmm. anyway, with that being said, let's dive into our weeks. Uh, who wants to kick things off? What do we do? I can do How many it. How games did you finish, Christian? Go for it. Two. <laughs> Two. All right. Not the least, but not the most you've ever done. Well, so. a pretty big no. fucking game. <laughs> no. One of them was a little small game. But so... How much... Actually... How, with the big one, how much did we watch on the first day of streaming? 
Uh, like thirty percent, maybe. Oh there's, wow! Okay. There's five chapters, and you. I was still in chapter two. Not Twitch streaming okay. on Twitch.tv/testingroompod. No. Is streaming is streaming, streaming to us just for us on Discord for our pleasure eyes during work days. Yeah. Yeah. Which which was great because I was super busy that day, so like I'm I'm typing stuff and, and watching stuff on my computer, but then like had your stream off on the other monitor that I could just keep up with, um, which was really nice. Yeah. So, but we'll get into what I was playing. So the first thing I finished was because I had just started it as of our last recording, um, but Bomber of Cyberfunk. So oh, yeah. that is that is done um, with. A good chunk of the collectibles also done. Um, boy, is that game just exactly what we, we you would want out of a Jet Set Radio sequel? Hallelujah, like, praise! Yes, like it is. Like it's not. So it's one of the times that I can remember that's like the game is actually a spiritual successor. Like a lot of times, spiritual successors are like, "Hey, it's just that game again." Like, we didn't do anything special. Like, it is just that game again. Um, this is not that ca- It is what you would want out of a sequel. Like, it improves and expands upon all of the ideas that made the original good. And they just were like, if Sega won't do it because they're fucking cowards, then we'll do it. And so that's what they did. And it's perfect. Like, I... It's great. If you... I, But it is unapologetically that game so like if if you if you are the type of person who and i don't know you just you know don't have taste but if you're the type of person who played jet set radio or jet set radio future and you were like i don't care about this uh you're wrong but also this would not be for you you can safely skip it like it's not going to do anything to change your mind like it's just it's just a better more polished iterative like iterated on like in that style like they they made a sequel to jet set ready which which is awesome and it's honestly something that should be applauded regardless of where you fall on it because like i said it's really hard for people to actually nail the spiritual successor without just you know basically releasing the same thing um so that's great uh the next game that i finished and i'm putting finished in quotes uh is Armored Core. So I started and finished Armored Core in this time. I never even... I, it was... That happened but because we did the... the uh, Two weeks worth of not podcasting, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's yep. put record there. Yep. So, um, but, man, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon is... It is an amazing game. It's good. I... One, there's... So, on the one hand... I have a hard time still believing that it's real, even after all the like the hours that I put into it. Like I'm just sitting here being like, I cannot believe that I'm playing another Armored Core game, a franchise that by all for all intents and purposes was dead. It was never gonna come back. And like I was talking about this last night, but like me and a like friend of the show AOL account but but he was like we were joking about the fact that we've made plenty of comments over the years like if FromSoft wasn't fucking cowards they would bring back Armored Core knowing full well Mm -hmm. that they were like they'll never do that and sure enough they did it and then there was the worry of okay they did it but are they just going to make it like 
a Souls game because then I'm also not interested. Like, I don't want that again. And so I'm very happy to report that that is not the case. It is an Armored Core game. It has... They've, they've obviously taken a lot of lessons from making a more polished and, and better user experience because it's not as obtuse as some of the older games were. But it is still an Armored Core game. Like, it is... You are going out on, like, select missions. The missions last anywhere from, like, a minute and a half to potentially, like, ten minutes, depending on what happens. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is... Man, it is something. Now, Preston knows... Alex, you didn't see this. Um, and I can probably show you after we get done recording, because I know... I don't think you're going to play this game, right? Armored Core? Yeah. No, they. So I'm actually glad you streamed it because, like, based on the, you know, based on my experience with um, FromSoft and then like the cutscenes of this, like that game looks incredible. But I'm glad I watched it because after watching it, it just reaffirmed that, like, yeah, the mech games, like, they're not my thing. It's the fast pace and the ice skatiness and other stuff. Like, while I enjoy watching it, I I'm not gonna like the intricacies of playing it. Yeah, so I there's a set piece that I want to show you because Preston saw this boss the other day on a stream that he was watching. I have to. It is it is so fucking cool what they did for one yeah. of these fights. But anyway, so um, but yeah, so I finished that, and then as soon as the game finishes, they basically pull a near automata and are like, "Hey, uh, new game plus starts immediately," but. Uh, shit's gonna be a little different this time around and so you'll get some it starts with like a special intro scene based on whatever ending you chose before and then it's like now you can go back and do the other thing but also you're gonna have like alternative missions that like or like missions that have a different twist on them and like different dialogue and all this other stuff so you have that and then after I finish that run a third run will start from there and it's like where everything sort of converges kind of so i i don't want to get too into spoilers because it's still a brand new game but that is that's where it's at right now so i'm i'm uh very very happy with with that game but yeah i it looked good it man, did like watching watching really you good. play somebody that enjoys it it was fun watching because, like, you were into it and, like, you just know the movement and everything else. Like, that was fine. Um, but, yeah. Just, and what's funny is is that I, I've loved watching the sort of clash between the two, like, communities Fan that FromSoftus has created. Where there's really mm -hmm. old school Armored Core fans and those are split down the middle. There are some Armored Core fans that are like... You know, I'm mad that the thing I like is popular now, and blah 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 blah. blah. And it's like this is you're a moron. Like you should be happy that this game is back and that more people than ever are playing it. Because that, that has to be a small subsect though, because like most of the people I see yes. say oh. that, like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy yes. that people are finding this game, most and people, maybe it'll lead to more. Most people are like me, where it's like this is this is very clearly the best selling Armored Core game that they've ever made. And I hope, I hope that it, I hope that it makes more. I hope that they make an Armor Core Seven. I hope that it goes and or or D, at least DLC for this game. Who knows? I don't know. But do something because this is fantastic. That being said, there's also these like Souls players that I've been seeing playing. They're like some people are like, 
it's, you know, it's so punishing and the difficulty gets unfair and yada, yada, yada. And the thing that makes me laugh about it is because they're like, this is just like a Souls game. They made it like a Souls game. And I'm like, first, it's nothing like that. But also, the only reason that you're finding it so difficult, and they get mad when people call this out, but it's because you're not engaging with the game the way that it's telling you to engage with it. You're playing it like it's Elden Ring when you need to be playing it like it's an Armored Core game. Like, when you're getting fucking face-rolled by a boss, the game isn't telling you, like, in Elden Ring, where it's like, oh, we'll go somewhere else, like, level up, or do something, you know, and then come back when you're stronger. The game is like, no, there's no way to get stronger. So you have, what you're doing is, what the game is telling you is, hey, you're doing this wrong. Like, it's a, it, it's, there's, there are solutions that work, and there are solutions that don't work. And so what you need to do is take your ass into the shop and buy some new parts and figure out, okay, what happens here? Like, you guys saw, like, there's a particular boss in Chapter 2 that is this crazy-ass spider-looking mech thing. And the weapons that I had in the beginning were not cutting it. I was getting smoked. Like, and then I went and bought the pile bunker, and all of a sudden now, chunks of damage are falling off this thing when I get in there, and I'm like... Well, there it is. Like, and then it's like, oh, I'm having a hard time dodging these moves. I need to drop my weight down. I need to go light. I need to go light and fast so that I can get out of the way of some of these moves. And then the game is like, congrats, you beat it now. And you're like, done, moved on. And now my second time through, I'm already back into chapter three. So I've already passed. I was one cycling bosses that took me multiple attempts before with the build that I ended up beating the game with. And it's like... But that's that's what I'm getting at is like, it. I think people so badly who have never played an armor cord game, but they've become from some of our fans through the Soul series, so badly are like, I want this to be a Souls game, so I'm going to play it like that, or I'm just going to create the one character that I want, and then I will never deviate from that. And it's like you're going to have a bad time, man. I don't I don't know what to tell you because it's not like that at all. Like. That was that was my frustration with Elden Ring. Remember, I built a character that I loved, and then the final boss, they're like, "Hey, man, you're gonna have to completely change it up if you want to move forward." It's like, nah. but I told you, I told you that I predicted that's what would happen. There would be yeah. a ton of fans and a ton of streamers that would hop into this game and realize that it wasn't a Souls game and be like, "Oh, it is like, exactly that. Oh, it's too hard," and they're gonna like crap on it. Right, because of that reason, and I think yeah. a lot of people will probably fall off or not finish it, much like they did with Elden Ring, because they think like new, accessible, from soft, and unlike me, they ran out and bought it versus just watching it to decide like, is it so, gonna be for you or is it not? What's funny is, is I've actually been surprised at the percentage. So you know, we live in an era now where you can see the percentage of people that finish a game, right? So. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the percentage for the other ending, but what I can tell you is, so last night when I finished it, I saw the percentage pop up for the ending that I chose, and it actually is 30%, which I know it sounds low for listeners who might not be in it, but that's actually very high. Like, most games do not get finished. Like, you can look in the achievements for, you know, like Final Fantasy 16, and it's probably like... 18% for people who see the ending. Like, it's very low, the amount of times that people actually finish a game. Um, Like, I think the one of the highest rated ones is 
Last of Us, like the original, like on PS3 or whatever. And I think even that is still like 58 to 50, like 59% of people mm-hmm. who played it finished it. And it's like, I mean, that's, that's still crazy. Half the people that bought one of the best selling games of all time just never finished it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, but the game has only been out for like a week. So I'm actually very surprised that it's that were that high on one of the endings, right? I, I yeah. did not expect that. So that's really cool. So I, honestly, like I said, I hope that it, I wish it all the success in the world and I hope it continues to do it because I'm over here watching more people get into mechs than ever before. And so it is just sunshine and rainbows over here. I'm excited. Would I, you say I, it's your favorite mech game? No. Okay. Um, it's, I mean, by the end of it, maybe, but it's probably going to be firmly cemented as my second favorite mech game. I don't know that there's anything that will ever beat Zone of the Enders 2. Which, if we've seen our list, Zone of the Enders and Zone of the Enders 2 are on my gaming book club list, so eventually those will come around and I will make... I will drag you through them, but... No, you to drag me. I'll play it. Um, I know you won't. I know, yeah. <laughs> Um, but Zone of the Enders 2 will probably be cemented as my my favorite one ever. Okay. Um, solely because I think one, I, this is it's it's all dumb, but they're they're my reasons nonetheless. I think my actual answer is I think the designs and like the like everything about the mechs in Zone of the Enders are my favorite. Like they're just really cool futuristic hyper like it's all it was it so it's it's Hideo Kojima's other game so like when he was doing Metal Gear Zone of the Enders was the thing he was doing on the side so um all of them are very Kojima inspired as far as design is concerned so they look fucking awesome but also uh their name for the mechs are Orbital Frames which I think is a fucking awesome name for mechs and then two, there's a thing called, and I'm sure you'll find be able to find a clip of it, Preston. But there's a move called the Vector Cannon that is in, um, and I think I've even sent this to you before. But it is one of, if not the coolest looking things in video games. Like it is, I, it's fantastic. So I, but yeah, I I think that that title will probably firmly be held by. Zone of the Enders 2, but Armor Core 6 is an absolute firm second, if not like, it, 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 who knows, by the end of it, it might take it, because I I had some, I've had some fucking moments in this game that have been fantastic. Um, and the story's great, which is like, so insane to say about a From Software game, period, but also uh, an Armored Core game. The, like, so for those who aren't aware, like, Armored Core games before are like you show up you do the missions you mess with your mech for three hours and that's it like there's no like there's a general loosely like hey we're doing this now and then this next briefing comes up we're doing this now and then this one's like okay you've done this you're doing this now and that's basically it it is like the most bare bones lackluster thing i couldn't i've played a those games a shit ton of times i couldn't tell you a single thing that happens in armor core one through five so, but six, I have loads to talk about. Like, it is mind blowing how much story that they, they packed into here. 
And you can tell that they took a lot of notes from the people who did Ace Combat 7, because the story is told in a very similar manner to the way Ace Combat is. And it was a great decision on their part. Fantastic. Like, I... Man, it's all good. So, but yeah, that's that's what I've played, man. I've, I've played those two games, and I will continue to play... Oh, I played a little bit of Baldur's Gate 3. We played, obviously, the co-op with, with Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I did some some single-player, but I have since Armor Core came out, I think I've talked about Baldur's Gate 3 before, so I don't know that we need to go into it again, but um, I don't... Uh, I haven't played since Armor Core came out, because Baldur's Gate is going to be a game that I will get to, like... It will happen. It's just I know that's, that's the same. That's the same for me. Like I know if I don't get to it, even on my single player, we'll have our co-op stuff going. That's, and yeah, I'll, towards the end of the year, when games start dying down, I'm like, okay, I can, mm-hmm. can go through my but single yeah. playthrough. Mm-hmm. My my single player playthrough will be there whenever I because it's just going to be that game. I know it's going to be lot. like 100, 130 hours. So like I just want to. So can I ask really quick then about another big game that's coming out in what, two days? What are are you planning on doing Starfield? Are you letting Starfield sit for a bit? What's your initial reaction pre-release? I'm probably gonna play Reverie. Yeah. So for that, for so Starfield does technically come out on the first, but only if you pre-ordered the Super Gamer Edition. Oh, so it's um, a week later then, I guess. So much, it's on the yeah. 9th. Yeah, it's on the 9th for regular humans. Um, <laughs> for uh, regular uh, humans. I. I will probably be playing Reverie after Armored Core, so I will get to Starfield sometime after that. I honestly, my plan for Starfield is I'm very interested in it. Like I don't, I won't make it sound like I'm not interested because in I am, but it will probably be my couch game. So like I'm gonna install it on the Xbox as opposed to like my PC. And whenever I'm just hanging out, like if we're just in the living room hanging out and Alexa's reading or whatever, I'll probably, mm-hmm. you know, dick around on Starfield. But I, that's the plan. I'm going to do Reverie next. After I finish Armored Core, I don't know of anything that's coming out that's like the most pressing time-wise. Um, and so I'm going to play Reverie so I can be current with the Trails games. And then I'll probably do Starfield and Baldur's Gate from there. And then after that, I'll probably that honestly that will probably take me into uh, Jedi Survivor. I am. I wish I was sitting in that position. I think like I'm looking forward to Starfield, and then I just know that like I still have Baldur's Gate to play, and then we have Spider Man coming out. Um, you may actually have a Warhammer game coming out. I don't know if it's still on Slate no. or if it's getting pushed back. I, it is. It is technically on Slate. They say that it is. It is going to happen in 2023. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. I don't I think will, it is either. But we'll I see. will believe it when I see it. Now, here's the thing. I would love to be wrong. <laughs> if you give me another Space Marine game in this this fucking stacked ass year, I am here and I will play the shit out of it. I just personally don't think it's going to happen. But my plan is to play those games, and that will take me, and then I'll get to Jedi Survivor, and then after that, that will probably take me into like Halloween time when Alan Wake 2 drops, and I will yeah. just go into Alan Wake 2. 
There's, there's like, it's funny because I'm thinking of all the games I'm going to play and all the games I'm not going to play from, um, there's a new, like a dragon game come out. There's the, I'll probably get, um, Super Mario RPG because Allie and I will play that together. Assassin's Creed? Alex, I just I are you know, are you gonna skip him. Assassin's Creed? Is this gonna be the one no, you're skip? skipping it? I was gonna of say course. I'm like I, he I, keeps I, on I skipping and saying it. <laughs> I think I told you guys even in chat I was like I, I forget what it was, but essentially me going like I that should not be a priority and I should not care about that game. But you know they already have my money, so like let's you just like write Assassin's it off and Creed move on. It's okay. Yeah, they skipped, but like. I try to think, even if I don't finish all the games that I start and want to play, I think I've still already finished 10 that came out oh, yeah. this year alone that are good. for end-of-the-year yeah. conversation. Yeah. Like, people are, some, some of them are getting pushed off the ledge real fucking quick. When we're we're going to have to do a, a, six, a round of 64 bracket for this thing. Dude, this the game of the year this year is going to be brutal. It's honestly, yeah. I can't imagine... like. Normally we're like, oh look, we did it in two parts. This one's gonna be like, yeah, welcome to part five, where we're. I'm ex- I'm excited because it's not just gonna be us. Like it's gonna be the game awards and everything, and I'm sure like there's gonna be some frustrating things. But just to watch the stacked awards, it's gonna be impressive. Yeah, there's gonna be so the the. Uh, I don't know that the awards are even going to be that stacked. The things that are going to get on there, everyone's going to go, what the fuck? Like, oh, the award show is the award show. but like, And then there's yeah. going to be, if anything, this year will be the year of the most egregious snubs of all time. We're like... Well, I, assu- I assume Legend of Zelda, Final Fantasy, uh, and maybe a couple other big and ones. And those make sense. Like clean, those house, are, clean house and everything. Those are, those are the yeah. two games that make sense. But then, like, Baldur's yeah. Gate 3 is going to get left off a list that Assassin's Creed Mirage is going to make it onto. <laughs> and people are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, it, I'm, I, as, I'm telling you. As an Assassin's Creed fan, um, for some reason, like, I think by now I just have Stockholm Syndrome, like, is what it is. Probably. Um, but as an Assassin's Creed fan, there is no way that game will make a top 10 list. Personally. Like, it can't. Who like, if it knows? makes yours, something's wrong. I think we all know, Preston. We do. We all know. Who knows? <laughs> we all know. But we do. I hope you at least enjoy your time with it. Yes. Yeah, me too. Me too. I may not. I mean, there's been plenty of Assassin's Creed games that just, I hated. So, there's that. Yeah. All right. Anyway. But that that's me, man. So, that's it. That's all I've done. All right. All right, I'll I'll go next. Mine will be quick because you mentioned we played uh, Baldur's Gate together as as a friend group, and that was fun. Um, it, it's fun to actually have Jake involved versus like having him DM, and some mm-hmm. of the funny decisions where he was just like, "I'm I'm playing the character, so it's just like, no, you angered me. You're gonna die now." Yep. Like we're yeah. going, we're gonna fight this out. I'm over here, like in every playthrough, just trying to be a pacifist for all intents and purposes. Jake's like, not nah, kill. We're killing everything. Yeah. I found um, action man. One, one really, yeah. the, the funniest thing I think about Bowler's Gate is this: the like you were saying that just the wacky stuff that the game will let you get, like the mm-hmm. decisions that normal games wouldn't let you do it. Like it'll yeah. just let you do these things, like funny <laughs> like, fire. I, yeah, like. Um, I had a boss who was giving me a lot of hard troubles, uh, and I was like, damn, dude, this thing is fucking difficult. Like, I don't know. And then I was sitting there, and I was like, I'm, I realized that I'm fighting this thing on, like, an isolated platform, and I'm like, I wonder if I could just shove it off the side of this cliff. And then, like... And you rolled high enough with the push? I did it, and you roll, and they just go fly, and the game goes, like, 400 XP, you completed it. And I was like... Like, you're just like, <laughs> What? 
So I, I just thought it was just, it's really funny. But yeah, like in Jake's case, like there was, I don't remember, we were like trying to convince somebody to let, like let somebody down and he was like, fuck this, attack you. And it was like, Jesus, oh, okay, I guess we're in it. Like, yeah. Also, I did, I don't know what happened when I friendly fired shot pressed oh, in the leg. It's something that happens like, often. Enemies, enemies were fighting, and I pulled the circle around. I couldn't because it was one of the smaller, like little brain enemies, yeah. the mind flare enemies. Uh, but like they're like small little minions. No, and it was be- in the beginning. It was totally something different. You just ex- you examined oh, the tadpole thing, and then just yeah. But I up. but I knew that was going to happen because I had done it yeah. already. So I just that's the one where he fun. shot me with an arrow. No, he's talking about the one where oh, I shot yeah, him in the leg right, with right. an arrow. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. Like I saw the little mind flare thing running around. Or no, I didn't see it. I knew it was running around, and I didn't see it. So I was moving my mouse around, because it was my turn. And the first thing that, like, caught the mouse, the cursor's attention was, like, Preston Circle, I guess. And it was purple. And I didn't notice. Like, my brain just did not process that it was purple. And I was just like, oh, first thing, like, bam, target. And then it just shot Preston the leg. And I was like, well, there's there's that. You're going to take four damage, because I just shot you in the sure leg. Did. Level one. Yep. So you didn't die though. It was okay. No, I didn't. No, but then also in fairness, Preston, you brought it. You brought it back hey, by hopping I in a fell, hole and sorting. I did us in not a fight mean to fall it. in that hole. I didn't know you can go in that hole because it was stopping me from going in the hole until I got to a certain point. I was like, oh, you can come down uh, here this way. I'm like, ah. Uh. Man, your character so just hopped in there pretty easy. It didn't even. Well, it I wasn't will be like very a, aware of precipices from now to, on. To Christian's point, though, that's another one of those things. Like this game lets you do whatever because. There's a, the the exit we came out of. You could lockpick if you wanted to go in it and go in the whole back way and skip all those guys. You could go to the door and try and like talk your way in, or you can do what we did, which is like drop down a hole and just surprise everybody. And the game does not tell you like it's just whatever you. We I went down the hole in mine in my playthrough because um, I knew that area was there. I thought maybe we try and talk through like the door, which is what I think Jake was doing before Preston jumped down and just started fighting. Probably. But, like, I did that accidentally when I played in my playthrough. Like, straight up, I just shot the thing, and it fell through. And I was like, oh, what's this? And I was like, oh, we're in a fight now. But, like, the fact that the games just say, whatever you stumble upon is probably the way you're going to experience this is just really well done. Very cool. Mm-hmm. It's really Good cool. For sure. Um, what else have I played? I've played... Final Fantasy sixteen. Final Fantasy sixteen. The game... So, with the game we're going to talk about tonight, I played, and then... I think the only other thing I've played is Final Fantasy sixteen. to be honest. Because I am plowing my way through it. Um, I was, as everybody knows, I said I was going to feel bad if Preston beat me on this. Um, For no other reason than just, like, I have a lot of Final Fantasy finishes to my name, and Preston just finishes first, so I'd feel like a really lazy a-hole if I just, like, shoved it. And Preston had a hell of a lead. My question is, would you have gone as hard as you are now if you didn't know I was playing, or if it wasn't, like... Being, hey, I'm ahead of you. I probably would have continued to waste time on things that I didn't need to waste time on, right? Like, because I shelved that game. Because you were making out of, leaps like, and bounds. A, like, you were going. Like, as soon as you found out I was not, ahead of you, you're like, fuck this, son. Like, I'm not, yeah. nothing else until Final Fantasy 16 is over. So, it, it, and I'll be honest, it wasn't, it wasn't even really where you were, Preston. Um, it was mostly Christian, mm-hmm. who every yeah. time we would get well, on, race. would just... No, no, not even that. Just the reverse psychology of like, you're never gonna finish this game. Now, in fairness, it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna do it. I'm still (laughs) proven correct 
because you stopped playing Baldur's Gate 3 to finish this game. But had you continued to play Baldur's Gate 3 the way you were, you would have never finished this game. Yeah, but it was Preston was like Christian was giving me heck like every time we would log onto the podcast or just be chit chatting. But oh, so you're doing this, whatever. Like you, you sure play not playing 16. 16 huh? You're never gonna finish it. Um, but I'm happy to say I am about to finish it. I've done all the side quests. I've done yeah. all the hunts. Um, it's very very good. I've gotten all the collectible things like that show up in your house if your your yeah. room if you will, except for two. And I don't know why I'm missing those two unless they come at later the at the end or something happens because like I've done, I've done everything else. Right. Um, I, my initial thoughts of this so far, and I don't know Preston how you're going to feel. Cause I don't know all the side quests you're doing. Cause there's a couple of companion quests that are not the green pluses. They're just the green circles. Mm. I believe that Jill and Clive are among the top, best fantasy relationship oh, yeah. characters. For sure. Yeah. Game. Like they are written I so also think, well. So that that side quest chunk that you're doing is like I think that 16 has some of the most boring and like like just filler ass side quests. Forgettable, the, yeah. But with the biggest and best payoff that has ever been in a Final <laughs> Fantasy. Like like you're doing all these and you're like, oh my god, just I just want to get this done. Like I want this thing off my map so I don't have to look at it anymore. And then because those quests are required to get the big, the like the big emotional payoff ones at the end, you're like, oh god, this is 100 percent worth it. Oh my god, this is 100 percent worth it. But you never you don't see yeah. it unless you do them. It's just yeah, it's wild. Yeah, they this they have done a really good job at aging up the series. And making it more mature for mature audiences when it comes to, like, the relationship piece and a little bit more emotion, a little bit more violence. But also, like, not going too egregious and over the top, right? Like, it's not... As much as I love The Witcher, like, I'm sure a lot of people could be like, oh, I could do without some of the sex scenes in The Witcher, right? Like, I get it. Um, this game has a lot of the heart and a lot of the emotion without some of the other stuff that you could find issue with. Um, I just think they balance it really well. Also, It's gorgeous. Of- Speaking of violence, since you guys are both past this point, um, man, there's a certain character's mother who really gets what she fucking deserves, and I, yep. the I wish that it would have. I wish it was more violent than what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, some some of the I don't. I know people were kind of complaining of like, oh, the story is like super JRPG and kind of goes off the rails and so on. And they have yeah, the it's active lore because of it's a final fantasy. Yeah, and they're like, all the, but they also say like, we have the active lore because of how confusing it is. I have not found the battle between these three kingdoms confusing at all. No, I don't even and use the active I've been lore able stuff. to follow. And I hope uh, me either. The, I haven't either. I, I hope that the active lore thing is a thing in games to come. I not just final fantasy games. I hope sure. more games do that. Holy shit! the The ability to pause a game and be like, "Okay, I'm taking a break," or "I need to take," you know, whatever life happens, right? Be able, the ability to come back, press start, and go, "Who is this again?" And then mm-hmm. it just like break it down for you, and you go, "Right, it, okay, I'm back now." Yeah, like that is fantastic. Yep. I I love that, but I found the story super easy to follow, and I think they've done a really good job of managing this like interesting battle along the world. So, anyway, I'm about to finish that. It has been fantastic, um, to the point where like I'm almost sad to see it go off the list. 
Like, I kind of wish I still had it to look forward to, but it is what it is. That is that is the year that we live in. Because if okay. it wasn't for that, you know, maybe it'd be a new game plus. But unfortunately, it got too much stuff to play. Um, and then... I think that's it. I think that's it. Other than the game that we're going to talk about tonight, which is the part one of our book club. Um, I've had a little bit of 14, but we don't need to talk about that because that game exists forever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Preston, how was your week? Good. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 as well. Been playing that pretty much. I just want to get done with mainly uh, not because I'm trying to beat Alex, but because I got a, I got um, Bomb Rush uh, sitting there uh, asking for me to finish it. And then we got Starfield coming right up, which I'm going to be super all about. Final, you tell me about yep. it's a sci-fi version of like Oblivion and shit like that. I'm like I'm down. Um, and then we got Mortal Kombat one at the end of next month, and that's gonna be there's gonna be a little decent sized story. Usually that's gonna be about a ten to fifteen hour story, uh, but mm-hmm. then I'm also gonna be into the multiplayer for a good. I usually stick around for that for about a month or two. Um, and then, that'll be another one I watch you guys play. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Like hopefully Christian will get it. Like we'll see. I'm, I'm gonna play it for a little bit, and I'll tell Christian like if it's bad, it's bad. But if it's good, he'll, he'll jump in with me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 16 is good. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I did get to a one scene. Um, and the way I felt about the way this game plays is, is there's a reason why I'm finishing this one faster than most um, outside of just my personal life and how I've kind of um, advanced through that as far as like this year and being able to focus more on video games. But the way they change it, I mean, I love the turn-based kind of style that they had with the over previous Final Fantasy games. I love that. I'm still super excited to go into, uh, I think it's 12. 12. Um, mm-hmm. Super excited to go into that one. Not anytime soon, but I do want to get into that one. Um, but I just love the way this combat is more in this one. And, like, the way they evolve it throughout the game. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm still pressing the same two or three buttons, but, like you get so much more to, to do every mm-hmm. single, after every single like, giant chunk, every single giant boss or level. Like, you have that. Like, I made the joke, this is a Mega Man game. It kind of is a kind of a fucking Mega Man game. Like, once you get through with this, like, you beat the boss, you get the boss's power, that's a little bit of a spoiler. But yeah, like, the things of shit like that happens. Where it's like, oh, it's, it's pretty, I like this style of gameplay. And then, like, my thumbs get a little sore and a little tired. I'm like, oh, this is pretty, starting to hurt pretty much. And then you get, like, 45 minutes of fucking dialogue and fetch quests. Like, okay, this is letting me relax and calm down a little bit. Um, but yeah, I love it. And I would say that I was having, not the last battle I had, but the previous one before that. Um, this game and this type of gameplay would make for a great Power Ranger game. Think of Clive as a Power Ranger, the suit, swinging around their sword or whatever weapon they got. And then when you get the big climatic, like, oh, the boss has grown. He's this big, giant, towering kaiju thing. Fucking let's go with Zords. And then we have the icon Zord battle type of deal. And then sure shit, as I'm thinking that, fucking something happens to where... I, I, I don't want to spoil anything for it, but... We'll, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about that on the side, but it's literally mm-hmm. the end of Power Rangers the movie. Fucking happens in this boss battle. Like, it's what happens. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Also, speaking of that part, speaking of where you guys, that moment that you passed, I'm I told Preston this last night, Alex, but I'm I'm very happy that both of you were able to make it through that sequence without your PS5s exploding. Yeah, yeah, it. it you know, nice I, I think all the videos I saw of people's PS5s exploding were typically people that had it modded with like lights and stuff. But I will say, there was one part in that fight. Um, where Mega Flare is about to go off and wings are out and he's floating and the whole scene, he, he clipped, he stopped, he goes, 
for like one second <laughs> and I went, uh oh, what almost, happens? Almost. And then he caught up and it kept going for wow. one second. Really? So and, and, and I don't mean and I'm not saying like a split second. I'm meaning like one one thousand. Like one second, yeah, everything watching. clipped and froze, mm, okay. and then it kept just going. enough, just enough for you to tighten up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh god! Yeah, yeah. So yeah. somebody actually, I told Allie about it too. I was like, because I, I just thought it was funny. I was like, you know, Christian was talking about it, and I've read articles, and like one second it did. So there's some people, like you were saying, that have like mod, but there's some people who just had a regular PS5 and it just melted, and it was somebody. The video that I saw was right after that part. He's like, I noticed that my but he like my PS5 shut down. He's like, so I went to go pull the controller out, and the cable just sort of melted in my hand, like it was just like gooped as he pulled it out because that's how hot it got. <laughs> and I was Christ. like, that is tough. That there, sucks. There, there are parts of this game that like I actually appreciate some of the items they gave you, especially in the early game, of like the uh, the dot the perfect dodge medallion stuff because. Yeah. There are times in this game where with all of my iconic abilities going off, because I, I currently use Mega Flare and I have a couple of like Rama things, so lightning's going off and then I have flames at the same time. I, if I unleash my like demonic power, I cannot see what the enemy is about to do. No, nope. even if it's a small enemy. Nope. Like, I'm going to get I angle my camera so that way all of my effects are off to the side so I can see the guy right here a little bit still. I'll, I have to do that. I'll sometimes. have to look up. I'll have to look down because if I don't look down, same thing. Like, I just, I can't see it. It's just no idea what's going on. Yeah. So, anyway, it's it, it's funny. I will say this too. Sorry, Preston, not to cut you off, no, but fine. Christian and I, Christian, Christian was, was, um, reprimanding me for my comment about it feeling like Final Fantasy X. And I know why I felt this way now, because I got to an area today. This game water. feels like Final Fantasy X does in my mind's eye. Okay, fair. Like, All right. like Walud felt just like, in my brain, how running through the desert in the Abed area should look and feel right from like what i remember and then like yeah so like it's what you remember how the game plays not like how it actually looks but then like when you get to ash it feels very much like the lightning planes and stuff and it just made me feel like man if this team could again you want to remake yeah they can't even finish the seven remake you're not gonna get 10 yeah (laughs) well so here's the thing i think well that's two different teams but yes i so but I still think my comment still stands, which is I I understand you saying that that's how like it it reminds you of how you felt about, but I still am like we played two different games because I don't remember that game like that. Like that's what I'm saying is like I and I'm, this is not me being a ten hater, but I'm you, just there is you, nothing you do, in that game that looks like the lightning planes. The yeah, the um the first place you go into though when you go in the crypt absolutely felt like some of the no, trials yes 100 percent. you're taking elevators different ways i know you don't have the little you're orb. taking elevators you don't every you game, don't have the orb. every final fantasy no, game no, 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 no 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 the music the music is very similar the whole it's like not. architecture is very similar and when you were you're like, taking it's, like it's, elevators to the different paths to unlock and the, just the, the main door it, this story it is felt when you ex- were- and you and you know it too because you're like when i didn't even i was like on the edge of kind of describing it you're like yeah no 
It, it doesn't have the stupid orbs. But you knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, because you say Cloister Trials, and so of course yeah, I know what the uh, Cloister Trials are because it's a game that I've played. That doesn't that doesn't mean it's, it's you being like it has elevators that go into this ancient thing. That happens in every Final Fantasy game. That's not special. That happens in nine, ten, twelve. Hey, no. man, homage. No. Because if anything, that means it's an homage to nine, because it happened first there. There's it no happened. way to prove that. Dude, no well, that. I know that yeah, the only num- the only way to prove it is that the number is smaller, so it means it came first, but that's fine. No, but nobody nobody knows. Nobody at Final Fantasy will ever admit if it was yeah. from nine or ten. Sure. Yeah. I will say they like ten better. I think you do that. You you like that's it better. Something that you would like. I better. think all of Reddit likes it better. Uh Look, you know what? Every it, does, year, it doesn't really I matter. I don't think that Reddit is the is the site you want to have on your side anyway. But also, uh, it won't matter because it seems like if any if the leaks are to be believed, nine is getting a remake before ten does. That's what they that's what they say, which would be interesting and exciting. But fuck it, man, we're gonna go right a on lot nine. Of potential, a lot of potential for letdown. No, it'll be bad. But I'm just saying. That <laughs> It's clear <laughs> It'll be bad. that it, it's clear that one is is to more be fair. The reason, the to be fair, the reason they've never talked about a ten remake is because they're only talking about a ten three sequel, which they're has not, been imper- not apparently in production that. for a while. No, it oh, hasn't. that has no, been it has not been in production. You, we have talked about. I didn't say production. I said rumored in production for a while. Okay, it, it but it's it has not. It's not. That's not real. No, they're never not ten three sequel. Never know. Stop. You never it. know. It's already story's already written. Yeah, it was a radio drama. <laughs> and if you want a game walking around with Titus begging to be murdered again over and over again, then be my guest. But I don't think that game plays as well as you think it does in your head. If it if it looked like this, if it was done by this team, it would be amazing. Most games would. Uh, this team, this team has all the faith in the world for whatever project they want to work yeah. on. Because well, this team is going back Ranger to working. Game. This this team is going back to working on Dawn Trail immediately, so there's sure. nothing. Yeah. yeah, more Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. Ten years mm-hmm. old. Um, yeah. Other than that, Baldur's Gate three, like we mentioned, um, I was playing some Snap as per usual. We're back on the stream for the snapping. We got ourselves X twenty three this past week, so our spotlight cash has been good. Uh, this new week is um, Silver Samurai. I did my spotlight cash. Did not get him. I did get the little variate like kind of thing you get on the side, but I got a new card with it, so I'm happy. Did not get a baby variant on this bullshit. So, presents. So you were really only angry for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, they seem to have fixed everything. I was threatening to stop playing the game that week, but yeah. Yeah, but that was just an argument that you had with your girlfriend. There's plenty of time you say you didn't. (laughs) You said something you didn't mean, and you weren't actually ever going to do anything about it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It's going to take a lot to separate <laughs> this. I know. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's, it's good. I've been playing a lot of it. Uh, working my uh, Silver Surfer deck. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've So many people just quit on me. Like, very beginning. I, I, I got someone to quit first turn snap. I'm like, fuck it. Snapping. Got all good cards. He's like, snap. He's like, fuck you then. I'm out. I'm like, you don't even, you didn't even try. Like, at least hit me two, two cubes. Like, it's it's oh, fine. Man. Fake out's too scary, man. Fucking cowards out here. I'm telling you. What? What, you, what, should, what you, should auto, you should get automatic eight cubes if you get somebody to quit the first round. First round, yeah. You should. Yeah, yeah. For, first first, first yeah. try. You gotta yeah. at least go through like the first, like, yeah. Um, 86 Agreed. I'm at now. So we still have about a week and a half to two weeks, which I, I still good, still good, right. still good, like, you know, 
Wait, I'm, I'm getting stuck around the 85, but I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting some 8 cubers here and there. So as long as I'm still getting those here and there and not fucking around and losing 48 cubes, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Um, yeah, so uh, Snap is fine. It was good on Sundays. Join me. Um, played the one for this week. And then also, last game I played would be a Whisker Squadron Survivor. Um, I have played some more of that. Uh, that has come out. That is the run-based version of Whisker Squadron. The actual story-based version is going to be out next year. Um, but this one is, I think it's like, I think they're charging 11 bucks for like the first like week yep. or month. And then like, after that's going to be like $14.99. Uh, but shout out to Travis from uh, Nerds with Mics. I almost, almost fucked it up. Uh, he uh, gave me, uh, forget what other, it's another like rail-based kind of shooter kind of game. So he was like Star Fox. But because I had that one, it was included in a bundle with Risk with Squadron, which made Risk with Squadron was even cheaper for me. So I got like below 10 bucks. I'm like, oh. Like, well, thank you, Travis. No. I may not play that game that you gave me, but nice. I at least like, saved me some money on Whisker Squadron. But Whisker Squadron is great. Uh, as far as it compared to the demo, there's a lot more they added to it, a lot more different types of like weapons and like upgrades you can get through there. Um, I like the new little more level they put in there. Kind of reminds me a little more of Race of the Sun in that level. Uh, but having, having, a, having a ton of fun with it. I usually pick it up like when like people are hanging out in Discord and I'm kind of sitting on my computer and not knowing what to play. I'm like, if I could turn on Whisker Squadron for a little bit and have some fun. Uh, but it's good. Can't wait for that actual like single player to come out. It'd be great. Um, other than that, last thing on my week is Ahsoka. Ahsoka Episode 1, 2 came out. Uh, praise be. Is 3 out today or tomorrow? 3 is out today, tonight, at like 7, 8 o'clock. So, uh, so I'm super stoked for it tonight. Uh, Sabine, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Love my Sabine. Um, and I love the fact that I think this might be the first time we actually have a licensed sound, song in a Star Wars movie or show. Or anything Star Wars? Oh uh, yeah, when she's on the when she's on yeah, the that is the Illuminati hotties. Um, yeah, that, that I, I heard it. I'm like, damn, this fucking song rips. I'm like, there's no way like someone like just produced this song for this show. And then I remember like listening to the radio, like, oh yeah, it was Illuminati hotties. We were there. She's on uh, the Ahsoka show uh, with her, her song on there when she's like racing down the street. I'm like, oh shit, okay, all right. But yeah, it's, it's a very very cool show. It's doing all the right things for me. Um. Mm. I forget his last name, but, you know, R.I.P. Ray uh, Stevenson, I think his name is. Uh, that gentleman passed away recently. So it's, uh, it's, 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 I've seen him there, but it's, it's great. He's doing a fantastic job on that show. Wait, which guy? Like the, uh, the white beard, white hair. Okay. Has a lightsaber. And not, not Ray Winston. Not Ray Winston. The guy with the lightsaber. <laughs> uh, the uh, master yeah, yeah. of the, uh, the two. Um, Interesting. I didn't know, I didn't know he passed. He was like this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's oh, like the okay. wasn't even out yet, and then yeah, it passed. So, um, it's hmm. it's 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 a great show. It's doing wonders. All praise uh, Filoni for everything he does. He's he's, he's doing it's God's so work. Good. He is the he is the new Lucas, and I think he's doing a better job than what Lucas would have done. Um, so it's just just keep giving him the things to do and hiring people to do things mm-hmm. for him. Just let him be Lucas. Just let him be Lucas. I just just let him be Lucas. You don't need everybody else. You don't need Abrams in there. You don't need you know Ryan in there. You're, just just stop it. They don't know how to do it. Filoni knows how to do it. And I was listening to something about Filoni. Uh, he was like talking like, hey, it was, uh, he's talking about the expanded universe and everything that happens. And this was before, no, this was after. He's like, he's like, before the merger happened, it was like, it was considered that everything that was movies and TV was considered canning. Anything else was considered like a good idea. And then if we did anything with that, we could bring them into the TV shows and movies. But until then, it was always just considered non-canon. It was just something fun you could do with the universe. And he's like, boo this man. No, boo. Because he's like, he's like, because then we can. He's like, I can just you know, bring find those those cool things and bring them in. And then, mm-hmm. I think it was uh, this past week, uh, 
Lucasfilm or Star Wars or Disney, whoever the fuck puts this uh, press releases out, gave us an actual timeline with all the eras in there. And right at the very end, it's New Jedi Order, which is going to be the next movies that are going to be on as far as the like, next timeline. I love those books. I'm not going to expect them to do anything near those books because, A, Ben Skywalker is the only solo kid. There's three solo kids in those fucking books. Um, and everyone else is alive. And Luke Skywalker is really fucking cool and has a wife and a kid in those books. That's not going to happen because they're dead. Um, but if they can bring the Yuuzhan Vong in, which are these alien races from outside who have, like, organic ships and, like, tear their limbs off and put other limbs on them, like, all, like, masochists or whatever, like, they're fucking very macabre. And it's, they got, like, these, like, horrific dog ghost things that just can hunt down force-sensitive people, and it's fucking crazy. And if they can pull some of that so, shit off, it'd be real cool. How are you going to feel if everything that you just said is the same, except it's going to be Ray instead? Because that's the way they're leaning. No, I, I, I don't mind that. I don't, I don't mind the change. Name. It's fine. This is not the question that needs kids. to be asked. That doesn't matter. That's not the question that needs to be asked. I'm okay. I like the question Ray. is. The question is. Do you? Yeah. I think Ray is okay. She's fine. She's okay. She, she's fine. It doesn't matter. She's, she's fine. fine. The question that needs Skywalker. to be asked is, where is KOTOR, you fucking cowards, bring back <laughs> Revan, you fucking cowards? It could happen. It could happen at any time. Oh, it could oh it's just hey, it's a good idea that maybe I'll pull. No, 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 it's the best idea this franchise has ever fucking had. You want to cool. know what I hear is a really cool rumor that could be true? At the very end of one of the credits on one of the episodes of Ahsoka, there's a uh, there's a, someone who's credited in there. It's the little name called a Sam Witwer, who you guys know. It has nothing has, to do with Kotor. No, but it has to do with Star Killer, who is cool outside of the, that second game he played. Is a cool character. And there yeah. is a character in there who has a lightsaber, who is masked, who is... Call, I forget what they call him in the show. It starts with the M, but it's very much like his last name of, of the actual real Starkiller's last name. There's like Merrick. So people are thinking that that dude in the mask could be Starkiller. And it would be really cool to see Starkiller and Ahsoka, both of Vader's apprentices, go at each other. They'd be pretty fucking dope. This and if Filoni, if Filoni this, does that... This, Motherfucker, you this are the like if pure, Ahsoka pure if Ahsoka goes back if if she goes back and they uh, bring to live action the world between worlds. I mean, anything's on the table, dude. This is Rebel season four. They, they, already, they already told you. They already told you. Time travel. And we can. Yeah. They can always time travel and so, go back to get Revan. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> could happen, Christian. It could happen. They won't do it. Could. They're cowards. Not Filoni. Filoni's not a coward. No. Disney is. What What'll happen? Yeah. What'll happen? And they're already Revan remaking is, is they were. No, they will bring Revan back, but they'll bring Revan back in some of, like, like the lamest way possible. He'll be, like, like he'll a cave painting or villain. some shit. That's all it'll be. It, it, that, honestly, that'd probably be better. I figured he'll just be, like, some one-off random villain of the week in one of their, like, weekly shows. Or like and they'll be, like, and then you'll cut, like they'll kill him, plays. and they'll be, like, oh, he was, it wasn't, it's not actually Revan, but it was it was a copycat killer or whatever, and you're just, like, some so it's like somebody that, who yeah. found his armor or something like that, but... You know, he he used to be a really cool guy, and I'm like, fuck you. Because in uh in Book of Boba Fett, Preston, I'm sure you remember. I know, I don't remember the guy's name, but the pirate, the blue guy with the red eyes, yep. who was all over, um, Clone Wars Cad and stuff. Bane. Like, Cad Bane. Cad Bane is an awesome like antihero because he's had good episodes and bad episodes, Just and they brought him in for like deleted. one episode of the week. Deleted five minutes. There's immediately. Like, to be fair, he was hey, going up all, against the You all know this one. You all know this one. You like him, right? 
Well, like him for the next four minutes. We don't want to put somebody in this prosthetic every single time, so we're going to use him once, and you're just going to put that to bed. I'm like, okay, well, at least we got Dumb. that. At least we got that. No, that's not. I don't want it to be like at least we got that. We didn't need campaign at all. He could just stay in the fucking thing. We'll, we'll get your core tour. Give it they a time. They just need to be like, hey, it's canon. That's it. That's all I want you if to say. If they make a new game, they're going to make it canon. They're not making it. They're remaking the original. It could be considered canon then. <laughs> the Old Republic it is still a game. Yeah, well, if they weren't fucking cowards, that's what they would do. Old Republic is still a game. It does beg the question, if they redo it, what will they consider? Will they just say, like, hey, this is this is Legends, and always will be Legends, we're just remaking it for you? Or will they say, like, now that it's remade... And that's what they're going to say. Like, they're going to be like, it's Legends, it's always be Legends, and we're just remaking it for you, so you guys will shut the fuck up. I hope not. <laughs> I hope otherwise. But, time will tell. And then Preston will come back and go, well, at least we got that. <laughs> they said his name. <laughs> Are you happy yeah. now, Christian? Yeah, other than that... Hey, good, uh, guy, good guy, Preston. He, undefeated. He's there. Undefeated. Got to have hope. <laughs> With N- Nintendo and Star Wars, undefeated. Got to have hope. It could happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, other than that, that's, that's, that's my week. That's all I got for you. Let's do it then. All right, yeah, let's do it. Let's hop into um, our newest episode of our gaming book club. I'm going to pull up my notes here as we too. dove into Beyond Good and Evil. Hey, HD. Bash. I could appreciate you if if you stop licking me. Thank you, sir. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but he's just been licking me for like the last 20 no, minutes. No, but I did hear it last episode. I'm sitting here. His, my arm is very wet. He just <laughs> he does not stop. That's <laughs> what happens when you have an anxiety pup. Um, so beyond good and evil. So I was looking for a game to play. Where this came about, I was looking for a game to play. I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do for this game book club. And I was like, you know what? I, I've looked at like different consoles and older consoles to see how games have held up. And then I go, instead of doing that, let's actually see what's 20 years old this year. And this game is 20 years old. This year it came out in 2003, produced by Ubisoft. It was on PlayStation 2 and Xbox, and PC, GameCube. and uh, mm-hmm. GameCube, actually. Yeah. Side note, somebody was talking about they have the OG Wii. Uh, my wife was telling me she was at a friend's house the other night and some guy there had an OG Wii and he's like, oh, I had to replace the CD-ROM drive and had to get a special screwdriver from Nintendo because they used special parts and it cost more than buying a new Wii or whatever. And I was like, I would have just returned and got a GameCube. Like, just go buy like a cheap, well, it's a better console. The, the reason games, yeah. the reason the reason that people keep their Wii around is because it's fully backwards compatible with the GameCube. Mm, still. So you can put the game. Just... You can put the GameCube. I agree with you. I have a GameCube, and I do not have a Wii. I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> no, I do have a Wii that I definitely use for Star Wars: Fortune Unleashed. But anyway, yes. yeah. <laughs> but when that breaks, I will not replace it, and I will just keep my GameCube. So this game is tw- twenty years old. Um, produced by Ubisoft. I think it'll be interesting to talk about at the end. We're not going to dive into it today, but like the difference in this studio then and now and how they were viewed. Um, but a little bit of backstory on this game. So it was, it was created by Michael Ansel, who is, who also created Rayman. And if you look at his like game library, he has created this game and he's been on like every freaking Rayman that's ever existed until like a year ago or two. Um, and there was one other video game that he did that was not this or Rayman, and it was King Kong, the movie adaptation video uh, game. And I guess what Peter happened Jackson was one? Peter Jackson, yeah. 
He loved Beyond Good and Evil, and he was pissed at EA and the way they handled some of the other Lord of the Rings properties that he reached out and had this guy make this game, uh, or the King Kong version. Now, it was produced by Yves Gilmont. We all know Eves. If we Eve want to go all the way back to like our first our first episode, we talked about that. But I don't want to make it sound like. And here's the problem with the world today. I, I don't want to make it sound like uh, we stand everything this guy does, because <laughs> this guy he stepped away from um, Ubisoft about ten years ago. And then he created his indie studio, his indie studio folded, and then he stepped away from gaming completely in 2020 um, to go spend more time at his animal sanctuary. Um, But one week after he stepped away from the gaming industry, it came out that he was uh, one of the primary focuses of the investigation around the toxic workplace. Mm, I am shocked. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so (laughs) he has, he has this game to his name. Um, interesting thing about this game. So it, um, was a critical hit, but not initially. So it it was shown at E3 2002. People actually didn't really like it. They took some of the feedback, came back, relaunched 2003, huge critical hit, huge cult following, um, massive commercial flop. Yeah, commercial yep. flop didn't make hardly any money. Um, so, with that, let's dive into it um, with our first part here. And when we jump right in, we follow our main character named Jade. Uh, Jade. Pretty iconic. The uh, chick wearing all green with green lipstick. Yeah. So, so my first in, my first note in seeing her is I think it's yeah. hilarious how much better her model is than everybody else around her. Everyone, everyone else. Everyone else has like some of those polygon edges and everything, and she like Paige. Paige is the closest one that is like yeah, pig you can tell is like yeah, like it got a little bit of attention, but hers is like miles better than anything so, else around her. Some of some of the the insects, and we'll talk about the bugs in a minute. Some of the bugs actually just remind me, or like could have been ripped straight from like Ocarina of Time, and you're talking mm. like Nintendo sixty four to like PlayStation two. Right, and like I that's how bad. Jack and Daxter is looking a lot like Jack and Daxter. Yeah, Jack and Daxter looks way better than this. Well, game, I'm saying like the yeah. first one, like the character designs and like the way they kind of look, as far as like sure. their faces and their bodies, that is kind of an era of. Yeah, yeah. To to be fair, I guess, and I don't know how fair this is being, especially considering what we've seen in the last couple of years of indie games. But this was made by a team of thirty people, so Ubisoft did not put the full like force of their publishing capabilities behind this game. They were just like, hey You telling me you that Ubisoft and- made a bad decision somewhere down the line of making a game. <laughs> yeah. Talking about the I game whose sequel you. was using uh, hit record Joe's fucking website to get other people to do the job for them wasn't using a whole lot of effort and work towards the first wait, line. Wait, 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 a second. So we'll talk about we can talk about Beyond Good and Evil 2 announced two thousand eight Hit Record Joe was Joseph Gordon-Levitt's website. Yes. Yeah. Right. The collab website Where for he, artists and collab come, website. come together and wait, share art and things. Share wait, art. so you said the announcement? What was what was so used? it was so it was, uh, what E3. They, they, they yeah, so it was the E three. They brought Joseph, right? Joseph Gordon-Levitt out there during the sort of re like relaunch rebranding that they did for 
Beyond Good and Evil 2, and they were so like... So I remember this launch trailer. And then, um, so yeah, so this, is, this is past that, so this, this is just a little like bit after, one after that. that, yeah. So okay. they, they bring his ass out there, and he's like, hey guys, I'm so happy to announce that we know that you want this game just as badly as we do. And we know that you are just as invested in this as we are. So what we're doing is opening up the ability for you to just work on the game. Be a part of the game. Be a part of the game. Get your name in the... You can do it. And there's... Look, and guess what? Based on this, what you know, if it gets used on these other things, you'll get paid pennies. Or sometimes not. But don't worry. You'll be in the you'll you'll have a hand oh, in yeah. good and evil too. Yeah. And did it and boy did no one give a fuck. So I I do remember that launch trailer and I went back and watched it the other day. It's good. Um just to see. It looks good. You know the craziest thing? That's from two thousand that's fifteen years ago. Yeah. That video came out. Like that game's not coming I, out. When, no, so when we, it's funny because when we were talking about do it, when we were talking about and doing they this game, to cancel it. Yeah, yeah. So when we were talking about this game, I was like, oh, I was like, I wonder when, I wonder what the news is on Beyond Good and Evil Two because I know it was like it's just nobody's heard of it. I was like, when did when did we see that last? Probably seven, eight years ago. No, fifteen years ago. Yeah, which is insane. Um, and and yes, to your point, Christian, um, they refused to cancel it because. Um, what's his the michael Intel or what have you whatever his name is um when he left in 2020 he assured everybody that rayman and beyond good and evil 2 are in good hands with their respective teams at ubisoft yeah i mean rayman's coming to the uh, mario and rabbits game in dlc soon so i guess he's going to a good game honestly like just those games. go go bankrupt and then donate all of your stuff to no clip so they can like release yes like docs on it yeah yes i would love for no clip to have full access to both ubisoft as well as like the last few people at blizzard like i think both of those would be incredible no clip documentaries anyway we digress yeah so anyways we meet jade um and you're right she is she does look better than everybody else and your main characters all look better than some of the enemies that just look like some lazy ass polygons just floating around like they did not put a lot of work into it um but you so jade is an investigate investigative reporter as well as uh martial artist and spy that's according to her wikipedia entry don't know why she's all of those things, but essentially the game opens up on a planet called Hillis. It's like a mining planet, and it's the year twenty four thirty five, and right out of the gate, like with, I I guess I don't remember how quickly old games just like started, but man, like Jade is just meditating on a hillside, and out of the gate, a portal in the sky opens up, and like alien invasion, like no context. And there's nothing really being like Hillis 2435. Like for all you know as a viewer, this could be like alternate Earth. And all of a sudden aliens pop out of nowhere and start attacking. So um, you're in- they're invaded by aliens called Dom Z and essentially they just start snatching everybody up and about. And Jade essentially has to like stop herself from getting snatched and the people around her from getting snatched with lead you into the tutorial where you fight 
with the incredibly complex combat. But also, before that, she tries to put her sh- the shield on and to like stop her house from getting blown up. And really cool power company is like, uh, you were late on your bill, so have fun dying, you fucking broke bitch. And then they just... Hey, you think like, an orphanage uh, would be funded by the city to help save the children? No. 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 Doesn't matter. Um, but I love, I love the combat. Like, you literally just hit X or hold X. That's it. Yeah. Or I guess in your purpose square, right? If you're playing on yeah. PlayStation, can you there. press the Y button but like, for Piggy to do the bounce thing? Yeah, sure but you did. don't even have him even yet. Get that in the beginning, you don't even yeah. have him yet. Like right now, like in the beginning, in the beginning is just you. So it's just like X, and I think the fighting is where this game shows its age. Like the the first place out of the gate is my next note. Uh, my next note for this is yeah. I think the music is incredible. Yes, and I. The, the model thing that I noted, but I will go further. I will say all of the mechanics, from movement to combat, this game feels incredibly clunky. Like, I was okay. surprised at how clunky it feels. So so hold that then. So here's what I'll say. So the Dom Z come in, they invade. You have to stop people from getting abducted. You yourself help fight. Something happens where, uh, like... A hole in the ground opens up, and you jump down to encounter your first tutorial boss. It's just yeah. like the very first little mini boss tutorial boss. Um, and after you defeat them, the alpha section who we're introduced to come in and kind of help clear the scene. Space cops. And the alpha sections, yeah, they're they're space cops. They're like a military dictatorship over this planet, and, and they're taking control under the guise of like, hey, we're going to help keep you protected from things that could potentially be there. After so this is what I they've shown up. Yeah, so this is this is the intro, and this is where I have a pause. So, like, right out of the gate, and Christian, you kind of talk about it. How are you feeling in the first five minutes? Because I think there's a lot to feel yeah. in the first so five one, minutes. So. I, I stunlocked I stunlocked that boss by standing in a corner. So if you go all the way to the right corner, it just can't hit yeah. you, and you can just sit and just mash the attack button over and over again, and then it just dies. <laughs> um, which I thought was really funny. But yeah, so it's it the game. How I did was, you find that? I just happened to go over there. It was just like I just got he over would. there, and then he as would. I was swinging, I could see him like swiping, but he could never hit me. And I was like, "Okay." And so I just mashed the button. I was like, "It'll stop me if I can't do this." And then I just kept doing it. And then I fucking three cycled the boss, and it was over. And I was like, "Okay, see ya." And then I got right out. But um, yeah, I think uh, that's the music is for me. The music I thought was like incredible. It's really, really good. Like the score that they've done so far is great. Um, even despite the crazy audio bugs that I have on the PS3 version, where it just like clips and drops completely sometimes, which is like weird. But um, so that's good. Uh, her like Jade herself still holds up. I won't. I'm not gonna say the other models in the game hold up because I don't think they do. But Jade still looks good for the time. Like, I'm like, this makes sense. This looks... It's fine. Um, and there's other certain things, too. Like, I think the water effects look at Like, when you're in the hovercraft and stuff, like, I think that looks good. But, man, that, that movement and combat are so incredibly clunky. I was like... I just wasn't expecting it. Especially in a game that came out at the time that it did. Like, there's other games that are like this. Like, a sort of 3D adventure not this game's not really a platformer but you know what i mean like it like that kind of adventure game um 
there's examples out there that are around this time that are much smoother, but that one's that one's a little rough for sure. Preston, what about you? Um, I had a good start to it, honestly. Um, a, you start up on when you start the Xbox, it up it starts like the Xbox 360 emulation that they use. So it shows you logging into the Xbox 360 with a little like boop, you fucking electronics logged in, and then um, it finally pops into the main screen. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, this there's something about this. Like it's uh, you see the Beyond Good Evil, like the little swirly, like I guess like a galaxy or whatever that's supposed to be there. I'm like the color there is just like giving me some type of vibes. I'm like, you know what? This reminds me a lot of Eternal Darkness and that color it has in that background. I'm like, when did Eternal Darkness came out? Eternal Darkness came out about a year or two beforehand. I'm like, that checks out. So for some reason, that color and that era just like just mm-hmm. meld together and just you kind of get the little nostalgia and the kind of the big, like well, a little familiar. Um, get into it. I thought it opened up just fine. I mean, obviously your basic tutorial at the very beginning. Um, and then outside of that, we kind of go on from there. I mean, there's not really much else to say that else that you guys did other than I am not as down on it so far as you guys have been. It just seemed like I I put put myself in the shoes of that era. I'm like, it seems like an average game that would come out that time. The camera angles are fucking buggy as hell to where like you can't get it always where you need to. And then sometimes you'll go turn a corner and all of a sudden it'll zoop and get you a different camera angle. I'm like, I don't need this camera angle right now because two seconds, not even two seconds later, it's going to switch to the outdoor camera anyways. That's my thing is I don't, I think that this game doesn't hold up as well as it's content, like games that were around it. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the, the 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 clunkiness, I feel like doesn't. It, I'm like, I was expecting it to be a little bit smoother. Where when I started playing, I was like, oh damn. Okay. I was hoping it to leave up to like the best of that era, but now it's just kind of mitting for me. It's like, oh, this is like the average adventure game this era. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I don't. Maybe the story gets a little bit better, and that's why everyone is all like, up in arms over this game and this stuff because it's it's got a little bit yeah. of charm to it, but like it's not. It hasn't really grabbed me, grabbed me just yet. It's, to me, I know it's fine. I've, from- from what I understand, it's definitely the story. The story, uh, is unless like just unless like the fan base it. is mostly a bunch of furries because like, like, a bunch of anthropomorphic people running around, and like, you're talking about you're talking about, you're talking about lazy <laughs> talking about lazy character development. They put walruses in there for a reason because that's just one basic little egg shape they had to put in there, and they didn't have to do anything with limbs or necks or nothing. Also, shape. I will say the the last note I have in this spot is because, and I'm only doing this because of Alex during his met when we were doing Metro, where he was like a little bit of immersion break where everybody would be dead in this because of dirty blah blah blah. Uh, this game would be over in two seconds because when the Alpha Sector leave, they're in their rocket and it shows fire engulfing this entire island where Jade and everybody was standing. <laughs> everybody was incinerated in that moment and the credits should have ran right there. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so when... I, I wouldn't say I'm down on it yet because, again, Preston, to your point, like I haven't... I've never beat this game. And I know it's older and it is a cult hit. Like people love it. it. There's a lot of places. And this is what I'm really interested to see when we get to the end. A lot of places say it's hailed as one of the greatest games of all time. And that is a lofty statement. And I've seen that a lot of places. So I'm, I'm, I'm going this with a very skeptical yeah. eye. My first impression like, of the game is the reviews and the, the raves about it. Like, it's not the actual game. And I'm now I'm playing the actual game. Right, I'm playing the actual game. And, like, it, it to Christian, your point, 
it shows its age in a lot of places. Like, it doesn't necessarily hold up as well as some of the other games. Like, even take older ones. One that I mentioned earlier, like Ocarina of Time. To me, that game, with even more polygon edges, with even less of a story and, and like, messed up cutscenes and camera angles, like, it actually just holds up to today. And this game that came out on newer consoles, like, doesn't hold up in the same way. Um, even from a... I guess there could be the nostalgia factor for some, but just not now, too who crazy. Know, this, so this, this who knows where it's going to go, though? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows where it's going to go? It's too early for that. So I'm interested to see where, but, like, there's some things that show its age. So it picks up, and we're, we're in our house, which is an orphanage. Um, and this is where we start to learn a little bit more about Jade. So Jade is a photojournalist, and essentially we're talking to the Hillis science Also, director. I love that these people are called Hillians. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, right on. Just yeah. off we'll the close to it. another Rip. another <laughs> Hylian, Hylian. Uh, we're real close. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Nobody will notice. Maybe it translate to, translates different in French. Um, but we... So we're immediately introduced to, like, the this main mechanic that we're going to experience throughout the game in our orphanage, which is... Pokemon Snap. Um, as... A, as a photojournalist, yeah, it's spoken on, on Snap. We are helping the science department preserve these creatures. So if something happens to the planet, if this alien invasion and, and these disappearances keep happening, we can preserve this history of these creatures by taking photos of it and submitting. And essentially, you can take up to eight pictures, which we're tasked to do right off the bat in our orphanage. Eight pictures. To get some more of, dinero. Yeah, of fauna, right? So we're not plants, but like bugs and people and, and creatures. Eight pictures, and then when we complete the roll, we submit it, and we get a pearl. And we don't really know what these pearls are for yet. They're going to be some sort of currency, but we get a pearl. The first one you is get is advanced way. zoom. That's yeah, true. Yeah, you do true. get... You yeah, do you so get I think later on you might get lines. other things than just pearls, possibly, so... Yeah. Yeah, you true. don't get anything else for your camera. That advanced zoom is the only thing you get, just FYI. Fair enough. So, um, there's... Enjoy your advanced zoom. Which I do. They get they give to you so you can take a picture of this thing running around on the when you get to the top of the orphanage you have a lighthouse and there's one creature you can't take a picture of and when you submit the eight photos you get the advanced zoom so you can take a picture of that thing like just just give us the zoom we don't what what does it matter like there's so many things to take pictures of my problem with the but, thing is in the black aisles which we'll get there but like. My thing with the camera is like anytime I see a new enemy, I'm like, oh, I gotta take a picture of this thing while it's charging at me, about to hit me, and I'm like, I hate like, this is. So, well, yeah, we'll talk about that. Let me ask: Did anybody follow a guy? Preston? You followed a guy, didn't you? No. No. Okay. No. So I haven't gotten stuck. I, yet. I have stuck. That's when I'll revert to the guides. Well, I have Alex a guide. Is following a guide. Shocker. Yeah. Shocker. Not. No, I'm just kidding. Not for the not for the story for all the side stuff. Um, just because, like, since it is my game, I want to make sure that we're going to kind of... I'm going to be able to hit everything and not miss anything, okay. just to make sure everything is important. So, um, I haven't used it for the main stuff, but after I did the main areas, the world opens up, and you can take... Again, we'll talk about this in a minute. You can take a lot of photos and other stuff. So, yes, I am following a guide for a lot of this. Um, but... We're tasked to take some pictures. We learn what this loop is going to be for a major part of it, along with the story. Um, and so we start exploring as we take our photos and we move on from the orphanage. We go into a hangar, if you will, a dock. 
And it's where we really get a chance to interact with a character who we saw briefly, but haven't really talked to too much, Paige, which is like P. Piggy Boy. Yeah, P Y J. P E Y J. Yeah, it, they could have just come up with something better for Pig, honestly, because he's just a big man. Hillians, because there's hills, man. Like you're not going to get a whole lot of super he's hard right. thinking in these games, right? <laughs> so anyway, that's a good point. Um, so he's in the he's in the dock, and you have a hovercraft that is broken, and this is where you kind of like move around the workshop, and you're introduced to a couple of other little things before you fix the hovercraft. And once you fix the hovercraft. You go out and you're introduced to your quote unquote. Well, open and before board. that, the whole reason that you're fixing is because you're getting you got a mission disc. And it's well, so that's what that's what I was that's what I was gonna say here. So like we're gonna we get to the open world, but that little area is used to introduce a couple other interesting mechanics that I have notes for. Um, which there were some things I like. Like they do this interesting thing to mix futuristic technology and, and current stuff in this world. So. Christian, to your point, you get a you get a DVD or a CD ROM for all intents and purposes. an M disc, and it's an M disc, and it's just a circular CD ROM, and they use them in cool ways. So, like the first one you get, you pop it in a little disc reader, and that's how you save your game. So you're actually saving your game to the data on the disc, which is clever, generally, except it also makes you just sometimes look at games you play today and go like thank you for the fact i can just save whenever i want checkpoints too thank Be- you yeah mm-hmm. because when preston was like how far do i need to go to turn off this game that was me today when i was like i have other stuff to do first thing this morning i was like i i, I gotta go do this stuff why i just need to save and i need to know where i can save so i can turn this off and stop at the stopping point right um so it's a clever use in that instance but also like oh more age Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the game, they do they use those in other cool ways too, where like they're just kind of your lore dumps. So where you would collect pages and other stuff, you collect these M discs, and they give you lore dumps throughout. So um, as soon as as soon as we get in our hovercraft, we go out in the open world, which is almost more of a hub world, right? So like you have the open water, and you can travel between a couple of main points. As I said, this game's broken up in like five areas. You have the beginning, which is like the main hillis area. You have the factory, you have the Black Isles, and a few others. But at the center of it is just water. And you're going to take the hovercraft between it, and there's stuff there. Um, as soon as you get out of the water, your hovercraft breaks down. Because Paige is a crappy mechanic. True. And you are picked You are picked up by a mechanic who takes you to a shop while giving the most questionable Jamaican accent. So I, my first note is, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me get the exact name for the shop here. The Mama Mama Go Garage is so I put the Mama Go Garage has got to be racist. Absolutely. It's absolutely. It's one of those things when you hear him talking and other stuff, it's like I don't know that it's racist, but it definitely sounds like it should be. Yes. One of the rhinoceros like, just has like the whole hat and hair thing going on. I'm like, is that like one of the touristy mm-hmm. hats and hairs, or are you just trying to tell me that this rhinoceros just is getting dreads on on you all of a sudden? And okay. I could again, and and what you were saying is, I like I totally agree with you. I could be wrong, but it definitely sounds like somebody not <laughs> of Jamaican descent doing a Jamaican accent. That's what it sounds like. Not even. I think try. you can safely say. I think you can. Safely and say if it if if it is if it if they are Jamaican voice actors, then I think. 
there's a non-zero chance that whoever that voice director was looked at them and said, make sure you really ham it up in there. Yeah, we need to make this Hollywood Jamaica, not real world Jamaica, okay? The white people don't understand. That's going to be kind of Well, no, so you got to scream that in a French accent, Preston, because it was, it was a French people that were doing that. You got, to, you got to do the Jamaican accent. Come on. Yeah. You got to do it how you like it. We don't hear you Jamaican accent like that. We don't from Jamaica. We are from France. All, all I'm going to say like that. Just like is that. If, you, if you IMDB it, uh, everyone in this cast is, is, is mostly white. Is mostly white. Jade minus, passed away in minus Jade. Minus Jade, everyone else looks very sure pale in French. Jade was pretty white when I looked up her voice actress today. Well, you know, there's... There's white people in Jamaica. There's white people born there. There's plenty of mixed people out there. Yeah, sure. There's a couple. That's fair. They they all have French names, though. I'm going to say it's well, that doesn't, French. Well, the French did colonize it for a little while, so maybe... So it's okay? No, I'm just saying it could be a dual citizenship thing. Like maybe somebody's okay. over there. Maybe. Let's go, let's go with that. Based on sure. the lawsuits of the director, I'm going to say probably not. But probably yeah, let's not. go with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, this is when we kind of figure out what our currency is going to be for, right? So our pearls that we're collecting. And there's a ton of pearls you can collect in the main menu. Uh, there's like 62 or something. I'm not quite sure the exact number. It's in the 60s. Too many. Uh, too, too many. It's a lot. And um, essentially, you realize that you are going to use all of these pearls to enhance your hovercraft. You go to the back of the shop. guns. And you see the better speeds. Upgrades. Yeah. So the next thing I had yeah. Yeah, was that when you go into that shop and they're just like, hey, use that pearl that you got to buy new motors uh, since Paige is a trash mechanic. And then it basically goes like, by the way, here's the shopping mall of all the extra shit that you can get. And you're like, and if you, I love is when you go to the back, it's like space jets. And you're like, guess okay. we're going to space. I guess we're going to space. Like, we'll just turn this hovercraft into a space shuttle. No like big deal. Like it's confirmed later on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll pause here. I actually had like a, a pause later to see where we're at, but I'll stop here for a moment. And we can just kind of talk about this. Like, I feel like this game doesn't quite have an identity yet when it comes to the stuff it's asking. I agree. So Too much stuff thrown. I'm taking pictures. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm taking pictures of a photojournalist, but what I get in return are pearls to upgrade my hovercraft. So like, am I my a photojournalist that's out here taking pictures? Or am I over here upgrading my hovercraft for like what purpose, right? Well, like, I think that part makes sense to me. like. That's not the part that I my my identity crisis comes from. It doesn't understand what I don't. It doesn't know what game what kind of game it wants to be. So like, that part didn't bother. Like, I get that because most of the world is covered in water, and so like mm-hmm. people use hovercrafts, or in other cases, like just straight up like jet cars to get around, right? So like. She's a photo investigative journalist, and the way they get around to go from news story to news story is a hovercraft, right. right? So, like, I don't. But before that... before you before you say what the, the the part you have an issue with, like, just on this part, right? Because I agree. I also have notes on what you're about to say too. What I mean is like throwing this stuff again just shows his age and is just like bloat. Like, we don't have we have a skinny game here. There's not a lot of meat to it, right? And yeah. like we have this loop of you taking pictures, but it's hard to tell 
were the pictures always the intent or were they an afterthought to add something to the story? And same with these pearls and upgrading your hovercraft. Like they could have given you a hovercraft out the gate without needing the mods and upgrades and done it through story. Like, was it, it feels almost like an afterthought of like, we need more to do. So you take pictures, but we need a payoff to have you do this. So we'll upgrade that. So it just feels like an, an add on to this, like very skinny. Game. I, yeah. It feels very, like very, like wide but shallow, right? Like mm -hmm. a, like a super wide puddle that is like a couple inches deep. Like it's not. Yep. It feels like they're trying they, to hit like those like Donkey Kong or Mario of that era, to where it's like collect the things, go to the place that has the number of those things that you collect on each door or each thing, and that's how you know you progress. So you're gonna see you're gonna do five, yeah. ten, twenty five, fifty, and that's the mm -hmm. how you're gonna progress. And don't worry, it won't just be just it. photos because we've got a combat system in here that you'll be able to fight things so and explore you're not and do get, puzzles. You can't get mad at us for not having action in here. Yeah, you're just fucking yeah. taking pictures the whole game. I wouldn't care. I'd be fine. Yeah, Pokemon Snap is a good game. So, so Christian, what were you saying about? Because I also have that well, same so, thing. So, like, is it an action game? Is it a puzzle game? Like, I have that note of a question. Yeah, they, they can't they, decide they what just, it is. Yeah, they just that's that's what I was getting at. Really, is that it? Just it from the and this and I know we're getting into this section next, but that's that's really where it gets to for me. Is the the problem I have is that everything just is like the game as opposed to being focused would rather just sort of spread out everywhere and just be like, we'll give you a little bit of this, 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 and then it's all, you know, it's all mixed together in this sort of mm -hmm. very shallow way. But, and again, that could be totally fine. Like, if the story is awesome, then it's way easier to forgive those things, right? So it just sort of depends on where, because like, where you could, going. yeah, just, and so far it's like, all the characters that are there, like they all, everybody has a gimmick. Everybody has a shtick that they're doing, right? Like, and like even like your your virtual helper is like, you know, has his own thing. Paige has his own thing. Jade is Jade is the only one that's kind of just like a very much like a normal person. But everybody else is like this very quirky sort of personality. That's like, oh man, like like Paige's thing, you know, is him being like very clearly like a southern farm pig that mm -hmm. is just a good old boy trying to you know do right by his friends like that's really where like that's you know like even like there's times like if you accidentally hit him he's like well what in tarnation are you doing swinging that thing and you're standing like, oh, in front geez. of me during combat then jackass <laughs> yeah. so did you did you also run into the the bit of dialogue you you level up um, by getting these, I forget what they are now, they're not impacts, but essentially you get these little packs that give you extra hearts, much yeah. like heart containers in Zelda, right? Um, so there's, there, I kept running this dialogue where Paige is like, hey, I mean, if you don't give me one of those upgrades, then I'm not going to be too much help. I'm going to be a burden on you. But I have, it, it doesn't give you an option to give him any of them. I never got that dialogue. Um, that's very maybe it's because yeah. of how many maybe it's because of how many hearts I have. I have eight hearts, so I probably have more. Yeah, I have four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sounds so. like Preston and I are playing a regular person game, and somebody guy. else is fucking min maxing guide over here. Just <laughs> make sure I mean, he gets it all. You can you can buy like three of them. You start with three. 
I haven't, I haven't looked at any shops. I haven't needed it. I just find the two. I no. found the two in the black aisle, and then I was like, "Cool, I have four now." Yeah, no, you can you can buy a few of them too. So that's it. But yeah, it, it it it'll be interesting to see if you run into the same thing because like, I'm sure though, even though you've gotten some, you've never had an option to give them to Paige. No, you can give so him energy health restores. Yeah, health. Yeah. yeah, you can you can give him energy, right? But like, he literally he says his dialogue to me all the time. He's like, if if you don't give me some of those upgrades, I'm going to be a burden to as you. As soon as like, you buy them, it automatically goes to upgrade you. So, yeah, like, like, I, I mean, don't know. I think it's just, I I think it's just random dialogue. Like, oh, that'd be nice if I get some. I know, there's, 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 not, one time, really <laughs> there's one time where after after the place that we go to now when you drive around, he's like, I saw a really cool perk collector at Ming Su's for a pretty good price. And I'm like, I don't know where that is. I have no idea what you're talking about. And also, I don't need a pearl sensor. I just left sensor. our house. I, I don't need a pearl sensor. I'm going to the factory because that's where I'm supposed to go. Like, I don't, what do you, I, where the fuck is Ming Su's? And it's not on my compass, so I don't know it's where the fuck. in town. I went there. And, but that's my point is I'm just like, well, he, the way he taught, like, some of his ambient dialogue, yeah. I was just like, okay. Like, whatever. I got to <laughs> So Preston, where, how are you feeling now? I know we haven't made it too much further, but no, I mean it's it's, it's just we're like we're uh, hitting the small parts, like we're just kind of breaking the surface. Yeah. So yeah, going in there and have the same reaction as you guys when we get to the shop. Uh, I go back there, kind of talk. I'm like I'm like outside of the whole fact that it's like you don't need to have the Jamaican accent <laughs> and go further that way. It's I did enjoy the dialogue. I don't think it needed to have an accent to it or that theme, if you will. The Caribbean theme did not need to have that, uh, but the dialogue itself is not bad. It's it's enjoyable. It's not poorly written. Uh, just no Mm-mm. bad ideas and how yeah. to go about it, for sure. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, More music is so good. I'm enjoying the music. I mean, again, don't really need the Caribbean theme, but it, it is a fine Caribbean theme song, I guess. Yeah. All all the music has been good so far. Sweet yeah. to get the races. I'm like fuck yeah. Yeah. So as soon as we come out of the uh, the mechanic shop, um, we are out in the again. We're back out in the hub world. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, we should we should say by the way, we, the mission that we got was from uh, Mr. Cadillac, as I was calling him. It's it's Cadillac, yeah. but I, I kept calling but he him Mr. Pulls Cadillac. Up in a Cadillac yeah. And he this this, this shady man and dark glasses and a suit is driving a Cadillac. Cle- clearly, clearly a Fed. Clearly a Fed. Yeah, clearly a Fed. Um, so he gives us a mission to head over to the Black Isles, um, and essentially, we'll get there, I'll talk about that in just a moment, um, but we're gonna have to fight a boss and take some pictures, submit some photos, just, just the basics, right? Photojournalist. Now, before we get there, we come out of our mechanic shop, and we're, we, again, the game, looking for its identity throws this random like boss battle at you for two reasons one to say like hey you can have hovercraft fights throughout this game so you're going to engage in like water battle um which was fine i actually thought it was kind of enjoyable and it it worked well and smooth but also like hey here's this like skeleton flying creature that you're gonna have to fight so like don't forget it's a wacky world and there's like aliens and other stuff so like boom that there (laughs) <laughs> you know mm. um but yeah i actually liked the water combat it, it it's yeah, seamless the it's way fine. you move around 
It looked good. So, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but if you go back and buy another upgrade, like it happens, I think it happens every time you buy an upgrade. Oh, every time you you buy an upgrade and leave the garage, something pops off. Something, but not the same thing. Not the same thing, but something happens. I don't. I actually don't have this in my notes, but if you toward the end of this first playthrough bit, I bought a second upgrade, and there was a meteor shower. Same yeah. when I and it's like Now, here's the thing. Yeah. is The reason I hate that is because it seals off every exit, and you're just like, mm-hmm. the game's just like, just drive around and don't get hit. And I'm like, I'd rather just leave. Can I leave? And it's like, nope. I'm like, okay. Yep. Yep. And you don't really get much for it either. It's just like, hey, this is... You dodge You, you have to experience... It's the world you're if in. You shoot, if you shoot enough of the boats around... Cops will come and yeah. find you. Yep. Yeah. So, just an interesting little touch. Heaven forbid the cops come to help. They didn't do that at all. Mm. But uh, you you do get fined for shooting other people. So, Just like real life. We are... We, so we are headed straight to the Black Isles. Now, because this is an open area, you actually have to go through this little town, which is like the most populated area we've seen so far. Um, but we'll talk about that later like we'll, we'll come back to that because it's kind of the free roam area that builds out this world for now we go straight to the black isles and the black isles is like an old mine where again it's pretty straightforward it's a pretty ev- this game is very linear like when you get to these dungeon puzzles it's not even a question do i go right or left it is you have to go right figure out how you have to go right and even that is not difficult like i think the most complicated at you the first thing you come to is like now, a little it is platform the first that you mission stand. also right so like yeah sure yeah yeah so the first mission it, you come to like a platform and you need to get to a ledge higher than you and you see the platform moves and i'm standing on the platform like all right let's do this page like i'm hitting like let, come on let's do something and he doesn't move so then I have to run over to him, and it triggers a cutscene where he's like, hey, look at these sweet jump boots that I have. Now... I bet we could use these to jump up there. It's like, real, I, dude, Real I quick note, these are not jump boots. They are fart boots. That is exactly what they are. <laughs> Methane exhaust is on your booty. Yes, he has, and he yeah. literally is like, now, he's like, chili con carne and then fucking farts in his fucking boots shoot him up into the air it's like me with taquito cannon back in the day that is exactly what it is the, so yes you you use these fart boots throughout the whole the whole first dungeon to either like you stand on one platform and he jumps on the other to bump you up to a ledge or he can use them to jump and stun the enemies on the ground to give you some free shots to help defeat some enemies. Um, there might even be one other place they use, but it's it's just a very this whole first dungeon, the, the whole mine section of the Black Isles, is super super linear. And if it wasn't for the fact it was broken up by a couple of minutes of like you taking photos, you could get through this thing in like ten minutes mm-hmm. max. Right, like start to finish. But meanwhile, I have to fucking get smacked up by this weird little flying scorpion thing hybrid because it comes charging at me, and I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta get a picture really fast." And so I try to take the camera out. (laughs) What I ended up doing for that was like, it was I was kill, I killed him, and like I gotta get the camera out real fast before he vanishes away. Yeah, yeah. So you can do that too. But like, 
I love that you. I did. Like, I did Christians. You just hit them and take a picture and then get hit again. And then the best part about it is that there's sometimes where if it's charging at you, you'll be like, I'll go to take the picture and it'll be like perfect, but then it moves too fast and it's like bad framing. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing that breaks up this first dungeon is the fact you come up to a couple of chain link fences, and clearly. You're going to learn an ability, and as you continue to explore, what do you know? You get a way to cut the chain link fences that can only be utilized by Paige, so you have to, like, get him close and hit the Y button yeah. and have him do it. And they mix it up. I don't know if you noticed this. One time in this entire dungeon, they mix it up where you cut the chain, and he goes, well, that's as much as I can do. Give it a little kick. Yep. And, and you literally hit the X button, and you kick it. And it opens. It was like, why? And it like bends up a little corner so you can go through. Why? And what's funny is none of the other, all the other ones just fall over. But that one specifically, yeah. you do have to kick So it. the first yeah. one that you kind of go up to that you don't have the thing for. Um, and you have a little section in the back with some like collectible stuff. And you have like the bridge yeah. you got to bring down. So I'm going back there to do the collectible part. But you got to hit the thing to get like the bubble thing to pop up to hit that. So it hits the crystals in the back. So you get crystal uh, currency or whatever. And yeah. he is stuck there at the fence. It's not moving. So I press the action button. He bounces all the way over there. That makes the thing pop up for me to hit it. And then as soon as I finish off and hit it for the last time, he starts waddling his ass over all the way over there. Like, we're done here, right? I'm like, you fucking ass. Like, okay, at least, at least you were able to do it from over there. Because if you weren't, I would have been fucking stuck. And it been I'm glad. I, I, so I had a similar <laughs> thing happen. And I was just like, honestly, I don't care. It, that's great that it works yeah. from over there. It, that's actually good design. Because <laughs> they, if they, they made him. Yes, if they made him come over every single time. And he moves so slow. Like, I was, yeah. He was, is yeah. so slow. Yeah. So, um, we get to the end, and you fight a boss that is very much just the uh, dragon from the Fire Temple in Ocarina of Time. Like, comes out of holes in the floor, spins around. You have to stun it with your friend who smacks the ground to hit him a couple times. And then eventually when you hit him enough, con carne he, boots. He, he flies in the air and then goes, like, it is literally the same, the same boss. And real quick, um, just before that, could, like, the reason that this all starts is because Mr. Cadillac over there told you to take a picture of both male and female, like a husband and wife kind of deal, like, like a husband, male and female kind of deal, together in one photo. And that ends up being like, his, like, little antennas. On his head, and yeah. then he pops out big monster. Oh, boss battle. Yeah, uh, which even that was very similar to the boss in Zelda, who like looks like lava flames, and then like when you get too close, moves around and comes out. Yeah. It, the boss battle was fine. It was the first real boss battle. I guess, yeah, the first real land boss yeah. battle you had. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was incredibly simple. It was incredibly easy. Hopefully that's... Um, and again, that's, that's first fine, episode. right? First, it's, it's yeah, first, first, yeah, yeah. first dungeon, whatever, yeah. yeah. And also, you know, Zelda's yeah. released 15 games with boss battles that start that from top, stop to finish, so... 100, 100%. Um, so when you... We do that, so we, we get the photos, and then Mr. Cadillac, who will just... that That is his name now. Yep. Um, shows up and he's like, hey, sweet job you, you did what you needed to do and he's like uh you know you did such a good job I, I think i would like to introduce you to my friends because i think there's a lot of stuff going on here with um 
the, the, the space cops and everything else, and I'm not sure everything and is you're quite like, up to par. Yeah, and then Jade's like, who are you really? And then he's like, there was never any Mr. Cadillac. And he was like, it was me the whole time. And then <laughs> and you're like, like, I don't know you. And he's like, I'm part of Iris. And they're like, you, you, and Paige is like, you mean those traitors? And he's like, oh, that's what they just label us, but it's we're really the underground. Like, it stars isn't what it seems, man. It's all conspiracy, yeah. man. And then, so, but Iris, the Iris is a, uh, a revolution network that's working in the background yeah. because they believe that Alpha Sections is actually behind some of these. They believe the Alpha Sections other are other aliens that come and bleed planets dry and yeah. then basically leave them as rocks in the back. Now, yeah. here's my thing the thing about this scene that killed me was I thought it was so funny that he, he does the whole speech, does it, and he goes, I think we should talk more. And he's like, come meet us at this bar and a or whatever. And he goes, I'll give you a ride back to your thing. Right when he does that, his Cadillac opens up and a small, tiny taxi, taxi. cab comes out of it. Like, what the fuck? And then he goes, so climb in and let's do it. And I want to be like, my man, just stay <laughs> in the Cadillac and I'll climb in that. And you can still take me, but but why should I go get all scrunched up next to Fart Boy over here when I can just you can just take me in a bigger car? And he just leaves it too. The Cadillac talk about a bad for you. Talk about a bad secret agent, but the Cadillac is just left there. That's just evidence, my man. You're just leaving that behind. I have a feeling because we don't see him again for a bit. Like I have a feeling that he went back. He got his Cadillac. I think that's his. Uh, I think that's his not quite very important person taxi. So like you're not good enough to be in the Cadillac. More so incognito the taxi. vehicle version. No, I just think he looks down on us and he's like, "Nah, I don't know you yet. You don't deserve to be in the Cadillac." That's not real, but I appreciate you giving extra color to it where none exists. <laughs> sure, yeah, fair, fair enough. Um, so I'll pause here. Uh, no, you know what? Let's just go. To, let's head to the hideout. So. Again, we'll talk about the open world in a minute. Um, so eventually, and you may have done some stuff before this, but right now we're just going to focus on we get to the bar in town and we have to use our password to get into a room. So uh, we go up to this guy at the counter and we're like, yo, man, let me give you this passphrase. And you have to play a quick game of uh, cup and ball. I, well, I don't know what you call peepers. that. Where you put a, peepers because pe he's probably blind. No, it, his name, but like the the game, like you put a ball under oh, a yeah, solo cup the and you move the cups around. He also calls, but he also calls the game peepers because he's oh, like, does oh, does he? Because okay. he goes, come try your hand at peepers. It's a lot of inventive, creative Maybe. writing in this game. That is, that is, that is. Um, so essentially, you just follow the card under the cup. He moves it around. I don't know about you guys. I found that incredibly easy. Did anybody do it more than once? I, I did it first try. It, wait, wait. Uh, two different questions. I, like most capable adults, did it on my first try. Um, my other question was, did you play the game more than once? No. I got the code okay. and I said goodbye, sir. Okay. Preston, it, it took you two times? It took me, it took me two times. Yes. Because I, I thought it was on the right side. It was on the right side. I'm like, I thought I was watching this properly. He did it again. I'm like, yeah, I got this right the second time. I just must have missed one. It's sleight of hand, man. That's the whole point of the game. He's got to try to trick you, okay? You fucked me once. I paid a little harder attention next time. I got it, okay? 
Don't guys so, first act. Fuck off. Not not that this matters, but again, just. But I am marking checking. something down in the notebook here on the Boy, side. Why you do Sega games? But yeah. just making sure. No, not that if you do it, if you play three times, it pops an achievement. Is all that it is. So they really, you will find that they do that a lot with some of the stuff where, like, again, it's just there's to your point, Christian. Like, it's a very shallow puddle. Where they're like, hey, this game isn't hard, and it takes 10 seconds, and you can bet on it to win some money, but, like, just just keep keep going. Just, just keep trying. You're just like, why? Like, it did what it needed to do. Um, but three times will give you an achievement. So, um, we go into the room. I don't know how long it took you to, to look around and find what you needed to do, but you need to go and interact with a closet. And the closet is a secret door, and you spin around, and now all of a sudden you are in Iris's hideout where you were introduced to multiple characters real quick did you find the guy who was super fucking depressed right before that and then mm-hmm. we were nice to it like yeah, he you lost open the door, all his money yeah. and he's like i lost my money i lost my family like i lost everything because of this fucking place i'm like jesus man he's like drinking alone in, in like a, the other room I'm like god damn yeah dude and then he's he gives like, you he gives you a yeah, he gives you a card, card with a code on it yeah. too for a yeah. chest that's in some like sent like town center thing and he's like I mean, you, you want to try it, go for it, but you'll fucking just end up here with me because fucking that chest is nothing but Depressville. And you're like, okay. All right, man. <laughs> I'm drowning your sorrows, I pal. I, I got things to do I with can't, papers over here. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to open this so that, uh, or open this chest so that I can be like, oh, look, it's just some money. I guess I'm it's good. It's a pearl. And then, Bye. It'll be a, it'll no. be a pearl. It'll be a pearl. Yeah. It'll be a pearl. So when we're in the hideout, we're introduced to a, a newer cast of characters that are giving us kind of their breakdown on what they believe. Um, God, why do I keep forgetting their names? Space cops, the alpha sections are up to, but also that they've had an agent who was in the factory and uh, he's been missing Double for H. a while. And he now, yeah, I know Preston has put Alex. Have you played Ratchet and Clank before? Yes, uh, one. This guy is a superhero guy without the mask on. I forget what his name is. Dude, Quark. Yeah. Quark. Quark is yes, Captain it is Quark, Quark without you. his mask on. Yes. That this. I did not. I did not even put Captain that chin. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't like even put that together. But you were very right. Yeah. 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 And he's like, he's like talking. The second I saw he even, him, he, the, he even has the goofy dialogue where he's like, "I swam two miles. I'm so tired, but I'm yeah, still going." But like, I'm still godlike, and you're like, "Okay." Yeah. And, but yeah, I, as soon as he started reading off his dialogue and I saw his picture, I was like, "Oh, this is just Captain Quark." Hundred percent, this is Maybe Captain Quark. I don't, I don't remember which one came first, but whoever came, that is Captain Quark. That's interesting. That's funny. You know what? We could probably find out really quick which one came first, but essentially. That's that's what we are told. Like, hey, we need to go to the factory and figure out what happened to him because he is not reported in. But luckily for us, we have an M disc with some photos and dialogue where he was documenting his whole way into this place. Um, and we find out that they have some Reapers. Now, we don't really know what that means yet or what they really are. But in the factory... We have Reapers, and that's where we are clearly headed next to yeah. the factory. Ratchet and Clank came and out in was... 2002. So that would be like a so year or two beforehand. Yeah. Ubisoft is going to be Ubisoft. At the same time. That's fine. <laughs> Games take years to make. I don't know. Especially with a, 30, room, uh, a crew of 30. Yeah, but it's not a big game. Maybe it's a very typical it, stereotype. And they got really, really big man in fucking Rocco's Modern Life. It's, it's, he, that character is on a lot of places. 
guy Preston. We're, yeah, I was just gonna, <laughs> we're just, gonna, we're just gonna, a, gonna, defending evil Gimo here. That's not fine. Doing that. So, <laughs> so story wise, if anybody wanted to play along, you would be caught up with us because we're gonna pick up in the factory the next time. However, that's not all you could do. Yeah. So in this bustling world. There are Clearly, so Mr. many things. Eight hearts over here. Oh, shit, Mr. Midnight. There are so many things you can do, and I will tell you what you can do and see uh, which of these you did do. So, um, in the bar, you had a chance to play the space version of air hockey in the world's most infuriatingly, frustratingly painful worst version of air hockey. Amy is not great. It's not air hockey. It's like mm, it's like so a shuffleboard slash One, air hockey. One, this game does one of the things that has always irritates me just in general about things is that um, games in this era, a lot of times they would take away the D-pad for selecting things and they make you use the analog stick. I yeah. hate is my biggest pet peeve. It's I like if I'm in a menu or I'm doing something, let me use the goddamn D-pad. This is stupid. Anyways, besides that, the problem so, is so you, you only do well, analog first of all, sticks. I was going to say, what this air hockey game is, so as you describe this, people know the frustration. You have four discs on your side. They have four discs on their side. There's a, a three-quarter wall in the center. It's hourglass-shaped like, air hockey or, or, table. Or, yeah, yeah and, and then you have, like, a little canal, essentially, connecting the two. And it's and like a goal is to get, one. Yeah, get your four discs on their side. So now yeah. you can... So the problem is that when you're using those analog sticks, you would assume that you would get then the full range of motion, but you do not. It's like ticking it movement. It like yep. locks. That's infuriating. Yeah. It's Secondly, like north, northwest, west, like that yes, sort of like. Like it's like increments. yeah, it's like like a, like an octagonal gate almost on each one. Yeah. You're like I need you to just let me shoot the way that I need to shoot. This is this is stupid. Yeah. But then, so you do that, and on top of the frustrating aiming. It also does this really fun thing where it does not let you select which puck the worst. you want it to shoot. No, fucking it worst. just does it fucking for just chooses for you. And you're just like, <laughs> so sometimes it'll be like, oh, did you have two lined up ready to go? Here's one in the corner that you can just go fuck yourself on. And you're just like, thanks. Gang. And then by that time, the computer's just like, bink, 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 and just shoots them <laughs> in at you. And you're just I like, don't know if you. I don't know if you noticed because of the the way that worked with like the eight ticks around. Um, you had it was like two in the front, two in the back, in a, in a square, right? Three of them could be one shot the very first time if you line it up right, but the northeast one could never go through on the first try. They just put it in the perfect spot where you would hit the corner every time. Yeah, and, and by I was that time, so mad. And it shoots it off into some <laughs> random corner and by that time the other the computer player has had enough time to shoot more back into you. Yep. It is I it probably took me like 5 or 6 times to finally beat him and when I finally beat him I was like you scumbag yeah. piece of shit. I I have your pearl. I won the I won I the beat, 50 credit one. I skipped the 100 credit one. I played the yeah. pearl one where he won a match, I won a match, and then he won that second match, I go, good, I'm done playing this game. If I need a pearl, I'll come back to here, but no, I'm not fucking sitting here playing this game over and over again. Yeah, I play because it was a point of pride. I was like, I'm taking... Because yeah. he, he, he says so he's smugly very in the beginning. He's like, he's like, I mean, I'll play you, but like, uh, I've got my lucky pearl, and no one's ever taken my lucky pearl. I'm like, well, today's the day, you piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. I, so I did the practice... And I beat him first time both rounds yeah, in the practice. Yeah, easy. On practice, I was like, I smoked like, that dude. I'm like, cool. 
let's do this. Let's go for the pearl. And to your point, Christian took me like six, seven times. And I was so angry. That, that, that <laughs> third round I had with him, like we just got out of Empire to where it was taking forever. And I don't know if this is like a yeah. true game, but I think he gets better the longer like you take just so they can get it over with kind of deal. Just like, okay, we're going to make it to where he's more accurate. Maybe now. because he, and towards the end, he was fucking killing it. I had a thing where, and I, I was like video game. Like I was so mad because, uh, so one of the times that the game froze on me. So I should say, I, I know I said, I didn't say this while we were recording yet, but, um, I'm playing on PS3. You guys are playing on 360. Um, and well yeah you're playing the 360 version i'm playing on the ps3 and i it is so buggy and like like the music drops out all the time it freezes hard like it crashed my ps3 once but this was one of the times where it had like the freezing hiccup where it went like it froze for like three minutes Mm. and it was i had the 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 last one lined up to shoot and it was like (laughs) man and i was like (laughs) This game is fucking trolling me. I was like, it knows that I'm about to beat this thing. And so it wants to give the... Like, it's like, no, you can't win this fast. And so it froze on me. So I had to wait like two or three minutes. And by that time, I was like... I'm, I, You lose the groove, right? Like, I, my rhythm is completely broken. Yeah. So you go to shoot and it's like, bank right off the side of the wall. And I was like, dude, fuck this. Like... And because it was frozen the entire time, it, it, was, it was infuriating. I was so- like... When I beat it, I, I sprinted over to the save machine so I could be like, I'm never dealing with you again. I I actually believe Preston because I noticed if it started me off and I was like, bang, got it, bang, got it, bang, got it. And the only one I had was that top one that I had to deflect over. If I if I beat him fast, I, I killed him. Yeah. However, if I, like you, Christian, just was out of the groove and was like hitting the corners and stuff, the longer I went... All of a sudden, he was just like pop, 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 and then I would get one or two back on him, and it would come right back immediately. And you're just like, yeah, like Why? It, from, from nowhere, from the back corners of the board, he's getting them in. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. just like, oh my god, Steph Curry over here, Jesus. So I frustratingly uh, beat him three times because that also unlocked an achievement for no. uh, gambler, gambler one or something, so um, and the other was like gambler two. So. That's those are those are that's one of the things you can do in this lively world. In that area, you could uh, play some air hockey. The other thing you could do were races. Yeah, and I love races. This is a f- a fun loved little it. addition. Yeah. With that being said, also loved it. With that being said, again, like shallow pond or shallow puddle, right? Chris? Like just a lot of so a lot of stuff. Very easy. Very easy. Just because. Here's my problem with the race. So I only did the first two. I didn't do the third one. I didn't one. do the third one yet either. I only did two. I only did two as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they said the third one is somewhere behind the lighthouse. I don't... I like, I'll do it later. Either way. Sure. Yep. That's what I felt too. So the first two. Here's my problem with the races. You should have just turned combat off if it wasn't going to do anything. But you can shoot at all these people and it sets their car on fire and they spin around. They lose no speed. They continue nope. going whatever direction they were doing while they're spinning. And so you're just like, just okay, flavor. so it's useless. Yeah. yeah, like you're just like you're just doing it to do it, but it's like it doesn't do anything. Just Although, turn it off. I also, on top of that, I don't even know that those are necessarily set up for you to lose. Like the first one, I won no because problem. You, the second one, yeah. it was what three laps, right? Yeah, I was in th- fourth place at the end of the first yeah. lap, like third place at the end of the second lap, and there the first place person was nowhere to be seen, and I still won. Because yeah. like just reasons, I guess like just rubber the, banding. Probably yeah. my guess is, yeah. is that you 
the game the races will get harder as you have the ability to upgrade the sure. jet the the hovercraft sure. more. That's my guess. Because mm. there's yeah. tons of movement ability ones that are in that shop, so I'm sure it will have some extra to do boosties with it. and stuff like that. Yeah. It was it was a fun diversion, but sure. both combined took five minutes. And probably yeah, the best right? music so far that I've heard in the game. As soon as that fucking like race track mm-hmm. goes, I'm like, man, this is fucking yeah, it's, hits. it's, it's fun, rad. I love yeah. this track. Yeah, that's good. So um, those are two of the things you could do. You could do the air hockey. You could do the races. Another one you could do is looters caves. Did you do looters caves? Nope. Don't know what that is. So looters caves. Um, if you actually took some time and kind of explored versus going straight to like the Black Isles, you might come across a couple of beaches. You call in the me? main area, like right outside of your orphanage, <laughs> and uh, when you get on, when you under one of them, uh, the door is like halfway open on both of these things. But you go underneath it, and essentially you're just riding your hovercraft about ten yards into it, and all of a sudden this like police car comes from the top. That's not a police car. It's it, they call them a looter's car, right? Like a bandit's car. Essentially, have taken over a police car, rebranded it, and they take like ten currency away from you. And you have to chase them down. Um, And that was actually pretty fun and the most challenging thing I've done in this game because it is a uh, timed race while dodging obstacles on the hovercraft. But, like, there's six doors or five doors. Each one tells you, like, it'll have a number on it. And essentially they go through it and the doors start shutting. And you have to go under it before it shuts. Um, And at the same time, if you take too much damage, you can blow up or slow down or what have you. And when you get to the end... You're in a circular arena, you shoot it down, and then it gives you a bunch of currency back, like your money plus interest back. Um, if you die and have to restart, that 10 is gone, and you just lose another 10. But what I figured out on the first one I tried, I tried like six or seven times, I made back the same amount that I lost. So you get a lot for doing it if you do it quicker. Or but those all. are interesting. Yeah, or not at all. Those were interesting, and honestly, the most challenging and most like unique thing I've done to this point in this game that was actually kind of fun. I might find it. Yeah. Uh, just because it, it took you a challenge, cool right? Like, as if the game led you there and told you to do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did two of those. Those also give you pearls as well, I think. Sure. Um, but those are be fun. 70 pearls. Everything you've got to give you a pearl in some way or another. Yeah. So those were the only, interestingly enough, those were the only things that brought this world to life beyond the main story, were the air yeah. hockey, the looters caves, and the races. Now, with that being said, you could grab photos of 38 of the 56 creatures in the game. I think I got so three rolls done. I think it's what my maximum I got. I have three rolls I done. also did. Clearly, Preston, Preston and I are playing that's the same good. game. Yeah, that's good. I think... Uh, yeah, you're playing a got five or six rolls there. done. I, I think I did five, yeah, or six. Sounds about right. And there, there are, <laughs> yeah, they are, there, there are, uh, there are some random ones, random ones, but there's there's some really cool ones too, like that encourage you to explore the world. So if you go to the edge of one of the maps, there's like a whale way off in the distance that you could take a picture of. Um, but I'm again, sure you found that completely on your own. No, of course not. This is when... So once I did the story part, this is when I went to the guy. That's right? what I'm saying. Like, like, what I'd missed. I, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. The game is just like... Whatever. Yeah, go ahead. This is the day that you well, so and, game. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, and this is kind of what I was going to say, too. Like, back to just my whole complaint of the game so far is like... These things were added to get you to spend time scraping these maps to find photos of creatures or fauna yeah. or whatever... Because, 
because there's not that much there, right? Like there's not a lot there. So how do we take time? You're just scraping the map on this hovercraft and other stuff out in the world to like and see. I, and I don't have a problem. Out. I don't want to make it sound like I have a problem with exploring and stuff. Cause I don't obviously mm-hmm. like I, I, it's totally fine. Like map scraping and looking for certain things, but I think it's more beneficial when you tell the player that something is out there. So like, Maybe it needs when a purpose. We, maybe when we left the island, like the first, th- like one of the kids were like, "Yo, by the way, Jade, I saw like the crazy, you know, the big super whale off in the distance the other day." And you're like, "Stop it! None of those have been seen for four years." You're like, "No, seriously, like right behind the lighthouse, I sat here and right at this certain time it jumped up." And you're like, "What?" Then at least the game tells you, right? So then you're like, oh, "Okay, I guess." I remember that kid saying that maybe that's you know. Sunset check or whatever, I'll fucking drive over there and check it out. And I think it's better because because ha- there's not there's not a bestiary, so there's not like you know what you're looking for. Yeah, and so like I just think I, I think it would be better if I, I think or not would be better. I think it is better when games do that instead of just like sort of go like, well, if you play the game long enough, eventually you might no, see this. If you really what they have everything. is in that one shop you're talking about, Christian. There is an animal tracker. So that, that's, what, that's yeah. one of the things I bought towards, like, it'll put a little pause on the whole map to show you this is going to be a new animal over here, animal over here, animal over here, or anthropomorphic person. It's just something there to scan uh, for you to get the points yeah. for. Uh, but it, it's you'll have those, and they do I, it for every collectible on there, so you can get all those maps and just be able to, oh, I got icons on my map now in Ubisoft style, and I'm going to go check mark those boxes off. Yeah. I Which, think boy, you, I was... L- that Preston, you nailed it right there when you said in the Ubisoft style, because all those collectibles and shit. I'm just like, yeah, even that, even here, you still had roots, this in, shit. roots in 2003, man. Yes, like because I remember playing old Rayman games when I was a kid, and they were never like this. But there's something, uh, something happened. I don't know when it happened, but something happened. It, it was the era was of like, Banjo Kazooie, Mario 64, Donkey Kong yeah. 64, where everything had collectibles. You had to get so many certain things that open the door to the next that's level. Fair. Like that's that is just true. that is just a staple yeah. of that type of game back then. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. Um, I think you could have done something else too. So like, I feel like if I'm going to take all these pictures, it, not even take them. I'm fine with taking photos. If I'm going to look for the ones that aren't just apparent, right? If I'm going to scrape the map for these things. I need to either know my purpose, and right now I don't, beyond like, oh, you're collecting them for science, but like, I don't know to what end. And money. Right? Well, you so know, like, uh, we're doing it for money so that we can pay our bills. Sure. So you're doing it for money, but like, I, yeah. I feel like you could have done that in a cooler way, which my recommendation would be like, I don't know, maybe there's a competition. Like, maybe some magazine is running a competition. You're a photojournalist, so you thought you could take, who can take the best picture, the most unique creature? Like, maybe you have different categories. So then yeah. you know, like, yeah, I see basic ones, or I see people are like, oh, I'm going to go look. For these things that maybe I hear whispers about or I'm given a hint about or something. Just a way to a more creative way to drive you forward. Um, so, yeah. So that's where we're at now. My overall reaction to the first part is I'm interested to see where the story goes. It's yes. very early on because though I played for three and a half fish hours, really the, the main story was only 25, 35 minutes, right? Games, so yeah. I'm interested... I'm interested to see where it goes because right now, and I love the way you put it, Christian, it is a very shallow puddle, like a big shallow puddle. So it's wide, but there's not much there. And all of the stuff that you experience, you have experienced somewhere else. 
yeah. right, in other games or what have you. So that's where I'm at. I'm, inter- I, I'm not hating on it. I have no rating on it right now. I'm going to keep playing it, and I'm enjoying my play with it, my time with it. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of at this, like, crossroads to say, like, this game could go either way for me at this yeah. point in time, and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the game has charm. Like, it's there. I mean, like, yes. the big dude's, it's, like, he's there. Like, it's you, the, the, the little, like, I guess it's a Frenchman or whoever's, like, talking to you. I, he's not even French. No, he, he's Spanish because he changes all the A's to uns and unas and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, he's selective, yeah, he selective J-Y. Spanish, yeah. which, guess what? Hispanic people fucking hate is when you use selective Spanish words in the middle of English. Like, no, speak Spanish or speak English. Do one of those two things. And it's just it's it can be maddening, um, but it's he's he's got characters, he's got like the charisma kind of deal. So it's I don't hate it. it there are characters there that I'm kind of enjoying, but no, I the game all has charm, and I'm like, and even with Paige, like I you know I make fun of him for having far boots, or whatever. But like you, that it that was like a chuckle scene, like right, like when he fucking lets him off and screams chili con carne you're like that's i can you, I, I the methane exhaust and he shows the vent on the back of his butt i'm like okay all right yeah and you're like and i'm like yeah it's it's those moments where you go like i know that back in you know 2002 or 4 whenever the game came out where you're like i was I can 13 totally i would have giggled the shit out about that yeah. why somebody who yeah thought this was good to, yeah like i i i think it's all i would have been it, at school being like my methane exhaust uh. yeah you would have been older than 13, Preston. Oh, uh, Preston, just... 2003, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'd be 15. 14, 20 years 15. ago. Preston, 20 years, Preston 20 years sprinting ago. Yeah, through the hallway at high school, screaming chili con carne. <laughs> that and Austin Powers quotes. That's all I did in high school. Oh, amazing. So, that brings us to the end of our um, video game book club on Beyond Good and Evil Part 1. Right now, I'm thinking this is going to be a three-parter. I think this is fast enough where we're probably going to have a Part 2 and an end, right? Okay. I think pretty, we can handle easy. Part 2. It just seems like this like first part, like, we I did play it for almost three hours, but it just felt shorter. It felt like I didn't do a whole yeah. heck of a lot. I'm like, we could probably, if there's if you're thinking like maybe a third section, we could probably do two, Section 2 and 3 all in the next go. Yeah. So where you want to try it? Let's try. So let's try it. Let's try it. So um, I'm pulling up the levels now because I was not prepared and should have been. Okay. So we did the Black Isle Mines. From there, we're going to the factory. So we're going to do the factory. We are going to do um, the slaughterhouse. Sounds horrible. That. Sorry, Paige. Sounds horrible. Mm, and... We're going to do the end. I'm not going to say the ending location because it's it's going to be a spoiler. However, um, what? There's three there's three locations. The last ending Wait, is supposed to be a spoiler. Also, it told us this that in there and like the whole like you're going to go to the factory, you're going to go to this and you're going to go to the other spot which we've already mentioned that we saw the upgrade for. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. It the ending of this or the end of the game is game. is what you're saying. The end of the game is only three three more locations. Yeah, you got the factory, you got the thing, and you got yeah the factory slaughterhouse and the final. Oh, so place. we're just gonna try to finish it next. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, fair. Yeah, let's try. All it. Right. We'll see what happens, All right, guys. The game if, ends. It, it, game ends next week. If if for some, no, okay. we'll say if for some reason we'll leave it open because if for some reason we find it's going long, we're gonna stop at the slot after the slaughterhouse. Yes. So we're gonna do we'll, we will for sure do. Factory and Slaughterhouse. We're going to try and push through, but if not, we'll let keep you know. Keep an eye on the socials. Yes, keep an eye on the socials. Yeah. We'll let yep, you know. Yep, yep. But yeah. Yep. Uh, lastly, 
for those of you who are wondering, seeing as how everyone thinks I'm a furry, uh, cat girl in the uh, agent area HQ is cute. She's got a little bit of a Hey Arnold face head, but that that ass. Yeah, okay, I'm not gonna kick her out of bed for doing catnip. All right. <laughs> that's a bit of a, a hey, little Arnold. Bit of a hey Arnold face, <laughs> that's face. Else, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, I just imagine he just like he's like, "What's up, football head?" <laughs> I am Helga Pataki in this scenario. Mm. Um, not gonna kick her out of bed for doing a bit of catnip. Stoop <laughs> kid refuses right. to leave his stoop. <laughs> yep. And with that, everybody, we will see you next week in Preston. You know what to do. Move it, football head! Thank you for listening to another episode of The Testing Room. To catch up on past episodes or check out the newest ones when they drop, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If watching is more your thing, check out YouTube.com at The Testing Room or Twitch TV slash Testing Room Pod. To leave comments and ask questions, follow us on Instagram at testingroompod and email us at testingroompod at gmail.com. See you next time.